Hello guys, welcome back. This is David. I'm here with my uh, my old friend Scott Morrow, UNLV Professor Scott Morrow, gaming professor Scott Morrow. Welcome back, sir. Always great to be back. We uh, you got you came. How was your trip to Hawaii? Hawaii was great. It was awesome. The views are fantastic. Everything's fantastic. I know. <laughs> just literally, you you just can't beat Hawaii. So we got a big show today. A lot of stuff to go over. By the way, we want a, a couple shout outs. Uh, First shout out to all the UNLV students, hopefully. All your students, maybe. Yeah, guys, he told me 6 o'clock. <laughs> he told me 6 o'clock. Well, that was your 6 o'clock, so that we'd be in time for 6.30. Okay, yeah. But welcome, anybody at uh, UNLV, welcome uh, to our, our podcast. It's going to be a pretty in-depth uh, discussion about gaming and a lot of gaming topics. Uh, as you know, Scott has quite the history in gaming. Uh, if you followed our channel, of course, a my measly 30 years doesn't really stand very well, but uh, there's that. Um, also, a shout out to our media team, who's kind of home. Sticky. 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 Dennis. Hi, Dennis. We miss you, brother. Yeah, we miss <laughs> you. We got we got Alex on point. Alex is our media team today. He's doing a fine job, by the way. He's uh, he's like, all right. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna get right to it. Uh, so the format is we're, we've got a, a quite a few topics to go over. All of them pretty much uh, involving. The gaming business, because that's why we're here. That's great, because I'd be buried if it wasn't. <laughs> Anything else? We're going to talk basketball, sir. That's it. Just basketball. Okay, now. I can handle How that. are your basketball days? <laughs> I'm vertically challenged. <laughs> Being five foot nothing, yeah. basketball is a really tough hustle that's for me. That's a tough, man. you got to be yeah. really good shot maker. You know what I mean? Yeah, when I was in Macaldo, that was a different story, because, oh. you know, in Macal, I was like Barkley. I could yeah. back those dudes down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Well, good. All right. So, yes, yeah, so we're going to keep the gaming. And uh, after at the end of this, we're going to go to like your questions. Uh, as we go, uh, Alex, of course, will will get them together. Uh, so, um, yeah, sounds great. Uh, OK, so we're going to get to it. So we're going to start with a lot of things uh, right now. There's two big lotteries. No one's hit the lottery in a while, which is amazing. Apparently, people are like, you know, have a lot of extra money. So I'm on the phone today with uh, my mother in law. Mm -hmm. And she's talking. That's all she was wanting to talk about was the lottery. And she's, I got to hit the lottery. I got to hit the lottery. I mm -hmm. said, Mom, you got to buy a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. She got to buy a ticket. Right. So she's like, yeah, I got to call somebody to buy a ticket. But that's the thing. There's how many folks are talking about it, but they're, they're not buying in. We're going out Friday, sir. We have Making a, a trip, state we're, line. We're, actually, you know what we do? Dude, we go to Laughlin. Now that they have that overpay, you go to Laughlin, you can get there in like an hour. Okay. If you and you go to Bullhead City right across, and there's that we don't. If you go to a state line, you got to wait in line, and it's quite the line, especially when it gets up this high. Bullhead City, you go out there, and then on the way back, if you're if you're in that DGen group, you can just stop, and there's like half a dozen casinos to play at, you know. Right. So we do that. Um, oh, oh, by the way, uh, before we get started, I, I did want to address all the haters out there on my Kino. Uh, so I've started a new series to play Kino at, at live. He's and going so, to go Kino on Kino, me. Kino, I got I got to do this really quick because uh, everybody wants to know. Just so you know, this I got this big following of people want to know about Kino. Uh, so Timmy, we got done filming the very first Kino episode. Me playing Kino live at the Strat. Okay. okay. And I didn't even do very well, but of course, as you can well imagine, I talk a lot. No way. <laughs> yes, I do. I find that hard to believe. Well, I have a podcast after all. Uh, so uh, Timmy's like, yeah, we're not going to film this again because it's just no one's going to want to watch this. No one's going to want to watch you talking to the Kino machine, right? Me and mm -hmm. Lauren, we're actually playing together. And he says, well, if we get 3,000 views, that, then fine, I'll, I'll do it again. And of course, 3,500 in the first day. 
3,500 views in the first day. And now the second keynote. Do you is, talk nice to the machine? I do talk. Well, yeah, you got to you got to build up some do rapport with the machine. Do you sweet talk machine. to the machine? I do sweet talk to the machine. Do you get down on one knee? <laughs> okay, now we're talking. Now it's like, those knee pads are home, sir. You know what I mean? Uh, one knee. One knee. One knee. Well, one knee. That's proposing. That's proposing on one knee. <laughs> well, anything to get Keep a jackpot. Keep it clean. I got I'm, students watching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. These are young minds. Um, so Kino's doing well. People love Kino. I mean, there's a lot of haters out there, but I, I mentioned Kino because the odds, obviously, for jackpot are for for hitting a, a lottery are a bit are a bit low. Yeah. And Kino, of course, has one of the highest deals in the in the casino, right? Oh yeah, big time. I mean, it's hard to hit a good uh, good uh, Kino jackpot. Although I have hit a few. Uh, I know. It's like, <laughs> but anyways, all right. So. So why not Vegas? So why don't why doesn't Vegas have a lottery or the state have a lottery? I really believe it. It all comes down to the the founding fathers and the casino owners don't want that discretionary money going to scratch offs and lottery. Right. When yep. we have slot machines, we have yep. link jackpots. Yep. You got mega bucks. Yep. Mega bucks just recently hit that big that big monster jackpot. It was yep. like over sixteen, I think it was. Yeah, it was big. It was big. Pretty big. But I mean, it starts at ten. So yeah. yeah so. Having having those big seated jackpots and uh, yeah. those other kind of those other kind of you know there's progressive jackpots all over the place. You'll talk about the yeah the the hits. Uh, Some of the hits the, later. Red Rock was crazy. Yeah, crazy, yeah. But um, yeah, it's you don't want to dilute the product. Mm -hmm. I, I think. Right. And you know what's going on is the the, the casino owners they're not gonna they're not gonna real they're gonna lobby against yeah they're gonna lobby against uh, yeah lottery i believe i yeah. mean there's there's just there's just too many things going on here in town now to right. to, to add another component you know uh -huh. and, and for the state to get involved in that you know the state will be involved in it right i mean yeah i don't think so yeah i don't think there'll ever uh be a state lottery i think they're happy just letting people go to state lot you know i'm yeah. always amazed to see how much people actually play with lotteries so that is a lot of it's a big people. the state line thing is a big deal i yeah. think that's kind of has its own little yeah. you know cult following yeah. and things like that you know uh i i think people enjoy taking that ride to state line i really do when i was working at the mirage and they used to have some of those crazy yeah big time jackpots i forget the name of the guy but he used to grab everybody's dough and write it all down and all this kind of stuff and you mm -hmm. know everybody's laughing their butt off that we'll never see him again <laughs> <laughs> yeah right once he hits that yeah but yeah. um yeah, I mean, look at you. You're going to be going, right? Uh, yeah, we're putting together a pool. I, I was at the Rio when the Rio dealers won the lottery, and of course, I wasn't part of that pool. And uh, yeah, they hit the lottery twice. They won for a big amount. One Lightning for a big struck amount. twice. I mean, was, and then one for like a smaller amount. You think I would have learned my lesson? But I never thought that. You know, you don't think it hit. But I had a friend of mine when I lived in Arizona. Every single week, he did a hundred dollars in uh, scratch offs. He did these really did these like twenty five dollars scratch off tickets every single week. So yeah. I can see where the casinos they want that hundred dollars, right? They don't sure. want that going to a scratch off. They want that they want you to come in and right. you know, play there's, a kino machine. There's there's too many big guys in town that would yeah. frown upon a lottery. So no so no lottery anytime soon. Okay. Next big question. Uh there's this has gone around for a while, especially now that we have football. So we have a professional football team. Yeah. And we have a minor league uh, women's uh, WNBA team, right? The Aces. Dude, that's not minor league. Oh, that's not minor league. Oh, major no. league. Oh, I don't know anything about basketball. Okay. Everybody just wipe me out. He doesn't mean that. Yeah, I don't he mean, doesn't that. mean that. Big, the big. WNBA is w big, big time. Big. So we have a women's league yes. here. Women's professional. Women's league. professional league team. Basketball. Aces. 
right? The Aces. Aces. Yeah, the Aces. Just recently purchased, purchased by the Raiders owner. That yes. I followed. Mark yes. Davis. Yes. yes, Mark Davis. Okay. Mark so. Davis making another big commitment to the community. I'm gonna get so much crap for that oh, minor dude. league thing. I was thinking the uh, because it, it didn't we used to have a minor league baseball team? It was also called the they was the 51s. The 51s. And what then are they called now? The Aviators. Aviators. Oh, okay, yeah. my bad. Uh, but anyway, it's okay. So, we, Okay, so you, you got to let me slide. I'm a game again. All right, now, so go ahead. What's the main? So the so NBA expansion team. They're looking to add two teams, right? Is what uh, what I read. Maybe that's uh. So there's also the NBA summer league is here, right? Summer league uh, at the Thomas and Mac. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing now. Well, you but, know the the Maloof family owned an NBA franchise. And, right. You know the Maloof right. family, uh, the former owners of the of Palms. The Palms right? They had the Sacramento Kings, and that okay. was a really big deal in town. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of chatter was, are they going to bring the Kings to town and all the folks in Sacramento? Yeah. And I actually had conversations with uh, with Joe Maloof about that. But uh-huh. the thing was, they had such an incredible season ticket base. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, the the no. season ticket base yeah. was, was strong there, uh-huh. and they, they, they didn't want to jeopardize that. Okay. So... Um, that that never materialized, but you know we had All Star Weekend. Yeah. The back in the day. Yeah. That was that was a little challenging on the strip. Yeah, on the strip. But yeah. um, for me personally, yep. I'd rather see Major League Baseball come here mm. in a domed, covered environment. I think yeah. I like the 162 games with 81 yeah, home lots games. Of games. Yeah. It, but the, the, and the other thing too is I, I think you'd be have more cities would be involved to be able to come out and see the NBA. You play one night, where okay. in baseball, if they come to town, they come for three, sometimes four days. Week. Right. It would definitely be better for the tourists to come, oh. and that's what we like. Right. We like people to jump on airplanes and stay, and fly and stay two and a half, three, four days. Oh. If it was an NBA gig, you're flying in for the one night. Right. You know, maybe you stay longer, but. If you want to, if you really follow your team, yep. if you're coming from New York to follow the Yankees or the Mets, right. you're staying for all three or four games. Right. You know, and I right. and I think they would do really well. I really do. Now, with the Aviators in town and their uh, new ballpark and yep. Mr. Logan, what he's got going on over mm-hmm. there, yeah. Um, you know, they their first season was fabulous. They did a really really great job. Mm-hmm. I, that would definitely cut into their action if if we got a major league team here. Baseball team. Baseball. I thought they, they were looking – I know that there's a lot of rumors surrounding the Rio at one point. That's not happening. The, the owners, the new owners of the Rio have said that's absolutely not happening. Yeah, but there's a lot of pieces of ground that came in second and third like place. Like Henderson. There was yeah. a, one area of Henderson. There was yeah. uh, Tivoli well, Village out there. There was that big area out there they were talking about across yeah, well, some sun coast. How many, how many sites were up for grabs for the Raiders for Allegiant I mean, Stadium? Quite a few. Right? So yeah. you still have Cashman Field. You could take that oh, down. Oh, Cashman make, Field. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. Me – I'm a, I'm a UNLV guy, and I love Rebel basketball. Right. I don't want to see anything cut into that pie. That's a challenging gig right there. Right. I'm selfish. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I love UNLV basketball. Yeah. For me, the NBA coming, mm-hmm. I don't get really fired up about that, but I would be really, really pumped up to see Major League Baseball come. I Coming. think that would be a better fit for our town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look at the Knights have done. I mean, uh, professional hockey is really – it's amazing to see the fandom Unbelievable. here. The Unbelievable. fandom here is, is But everything, everything broke perfect for yeah. the Knights. Yeah. You start out your inaugural season. A winning season. Winning basically. season. How about going to the Stanley Cup finals? I mean, I mean, yeah, they didn't win the Stanley Cup, but it was close. That's it, they won something. the first game of the finals. Yeah, no, that's true. You yeah. know, I mean, no. you know, there was a couple folks that had 10,000 yeah. to one tickets. I was amazed to see so many people with, uh, with license plates, everything. I mean, the fandom was literally just unusual. Yeah. Level, well, when you had, for hockey. yeah, they had they 
they they've sold out every game. It's amazing. My boy Alex yeah. has tickets. No, Alex comes in literally just you know <laughs> dressed to the nines. I mean, he's I all love about it. Yeah, was Alex's seats. Alex has some great seats. Oh, uh, we're working on those. It's seats. good to be Alex. It is good to be Alex. All right, so so maybe um, maybe we'd love to have an, you know another team, but uh, you know I personally would love to see baseball. Major League Baseball come. Yep. I just think it's a better fit for what we do here in town. Yeah. But you know the NBA, if it came, I. I I, you know, I, I'm fired up for anything new that's going to generate more right. tourists. What about? I mean, I, there, at one point we were they were talking about a soccer expansion league. It, it went to Florida, I guess. Uh, but at, at one point they were talking about, although soccer, of course, doesn't have the following in the United States that football, soccer. That, mm-hmm. uh, but anyways, all right, good. Uh, okay, here's a big one close to your heart. Yeah. Uh, some news about Hawaii. Oh. Quite amazing. Uh, because no one in gaming that I've ever talked to ever thought Hawaii. The minute you mentioned Hawaii is a potential state for gaming, everyone's like, that's not possible. In their their actual state constitution, they have some kind of clause against having kind of games of uh, chance. The local folks are not really big on it. Right. But there's a couple things going on now. Right. Every state, mm-hmm. every state is in serious financial trouble because right. of the COVID situation. Right. Everybody is there's there's a lot of states that were totally 100% it'll never happen here mm-hmm. that are having a conversation now. Yep. Hawaii is one of them. Yep. Texas is having a conversation. There's two new jurisdictions that won on the ballot. Yeah. This this November, Nebraska and Virginia. Right. And Virginia is really fired up. They want to start tomorrow. Yep. And but getting back to Hawaii, I for for pers- my personal belief is that if the local folks in Hawaii mm-hmm. really looked at it with an open mind yep. that it would be a tremendous mm-hmm. generator revenue generator for them yep. why the, the Hawaiian folks love to come to Las Vegas they refer to Las Vegas as the ninth island mm-hmm. Boyd Gaming has hey. been laser focused on that market California the California club even Main Street Station, Station. Yep. you know and, and they're they're totally totally focused on that. Mm. Our Hawaiian friends love to come. Yep. They love to play. What's up? What else is going on in Hawaii? There's a huge Japanese de- demographic there right. that loves to play the baccarat. Yep. I really believe that if done correctly, mm-hmm. and there's a big team at UNLV that can help them get it done correctly. Right. To bring us in yep. and consult and 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 really sit down and hammer it out. Get yeah. yourself. All the required regulation, get mm-hmm. the responsible gaming component in there, mm-hmm. get all and help with infrastructure and all the things that they need, mm-hmm. that it would be an incredible successful operation. I think that the Boyd folks would be very, very interested to, mm-hmm. to tap into that. But because of the incredible international now, Hawaii's only six, seven hour flight mm-hmm. from those big Asian demographics, right. South Korea, yeah. Japan, right there. Yep. And you know, South the, our Korean friends they can't play in Korea. In Korea, right. out of town, right? Yeah, and and it looks like at least now the Japanese integrated resorts are going to be a minute. Like originally they were slated for twenty twenty five. Now that Abe is out, uh, and you know some of the other jurisdictions Bobby? like uh, have sort of pushed back against. Yeah, it's a know, tough hustle. I mean, it's, it's going to be a slow road. It's going to be a slow road. I mean, yeah. Hawaii could be literally the next market. You know, given everything else. Well, I, I think in, in that 
kind of mm-hmm. geographic location yeah. in the South, in the Pacific. Yeah, yeah I, I, I hope so. Right. I really do because what's going on? It's the the Hawaiian Homeland Commission, right? And there's there's a piece of land there mm-hmm. that they really want to put it there, mm-hmm. and it, and if they can get that on, it would be on Oahu, right? Which is already a metropolis. They already have a big time international airport. Mm-hmm. I, I think infrastructure wise, it m- makes a lot of sense. They have the monster hotels that could that could support uh, tourists coming in. Mm-hmm. I think it would make a lot of sense. There, there's a lot of locals that are just really neg on the upper on 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 the proposal. Right. But if if they looked at it with an open mind, and I'm calling out our UNLV students because there's a lot of UNLV students mm-hmm. and a lot of my students that are that are um, from Hawaii. Yeah. And for them to be able to go back home and take and their work. training and their hospitality yeah. degree yep. and, and to use it in, in that setting, mm-hmm. that would be incredible. And and I, that's that's what has to happen. There has to be a local push. Right. There really needs to be a, a grassroots effort, local push. And, you know, I, I would love to see the, the students that are going to UNLV and went mm-hmm. to UNLV and graduated. They, there's tough opportunities, you know, mm-hmm. for gaming, there's none. Right. Now, hospitality, there's awesome Tons. hotels in yep. Hawaii. Yep. There's, you know, on all the islands, right. you know, but um, I would really, really love to see it happen. Yep. Not just for gaming in a whole, but I think it would really be able to help generate funds for this. What's going on, David, this Hawaiian's homeland. Mm-hmm. What they're trying to do is get land to give to native Hawaiians to build their own home. Oh, got it. Okay, that's what it's all about. So some of this money might be earmarked to that. No, right? all of it the, would be. Oh, all of it. Oh, okay, fantastic. so that's the way I see it. Now, yep. right now, there's a laundry list of yep. folks that are waiting, right. waiting for, for government land, for this mm-hmm. Hawaiian homeland's land so they that's can right. build their own home. Yep. And to me, there's what I read is that there's a lot of folks that pass away on that list. Right, you before know, they have a chance to get it Yeah, done. it's never going to happen. And there's no magic bullet. Right. So let's be honest. There's a, When we talk about a lot of jurisdictions, like, no way, never going to happen here, guess what? Yep. When the coffers are dry, yep. when, you can't play, when you can't pay for the municipalities, you can't pay the pensions, you can't right. open the schools, right. it's time to look at some other avenues. Right. And gaming has saved a lot of people, a lot of states Gaming's over big. the years. You know, it's interesting. I had this conversation with uh, Trent of Get, with who we both know. Who, Love We Trent. have a great relationship. Yeah. And, and he was like, you know, a lot of businesses, or larger businesses, they look for some kind of tax incentive or tax haven when they move into a new city or a new state. They right. want, like, look what Tesla did. They got like four billion, well, billions of dollars in tax Amazon, breaks. all those guys. All those guys. But when a casino comes in, they're like, how much can we give you? Like, they, yeah. How much anxious. can we hammer you? Can, yeah. No, how much can we, ch- how much gaming tax yeah. can, can we Do charge? You, yeah, can, I mean, yeah, that's it. Some of, these, some of these states, New York slot gaming. Yep. Tax they take is ridiculous just crazy. Money. And the casinos are willing to, they're willing to pay. It's a win-win. They're still making money. So, like, uh, it's a win for everybody. you got new jobs, new business, new revenue. Let's new talk revenue about for New York state. for a second. Yep. They, you know, they're, they're talking big time for yep. the first time mm-hmm. of really trying to go full out with the sports, with the, the sports books. Yeah. So that, that's, that's, the biggest, that's the biggest area for, mm-hmm. for your fan base, for my students. Yep. I think that the proliferation of sports books and sports bettings mm-hmm. across the country is just exponentially and going to keep going. That's it. Just keep going. And that, that's actually, that leads us to our very next time. By the way, that picture that you see is one of the integrated resort ideas that was submitted for the land in Hawaii. This is just a rendering. 
This is not, you know, nothing that's in existence right now. This is that's a rendering. A, that's a big project. That's quite. That's a lot bigger than what they originally uh, looked at, by the way. So originally, this Homeland Commission or this uh, Hawaiian Homes Commission looked at a much smaller footprint, but someone came up with this, and so I found that and we put that up there. But well, if any of our friends on the Hawaiian Homelands Commission are tuning in yeah, today, they're like, oh, and they're crap. looking for a little help or yeah. consultation, ah. you can give me a call. Go to UNLV's website. I'll be more than happy to come over and, we'll and have get some you dealers. guys plugged in. We can help you train the and, dealers. And there's plenty of dealers here that can fly yeah. over and be there. But, yeah. but there's a plenty. There's plenty of UNLV student graduates yep. that are sitting at home right now. Yep. Waiting for waiting for their hospitality opportunity because yeah. the hotels are struggling. Hotels, everyone's taking a big hit, especially those that are dependent on tourists like Hawaii. Obviously, oh, is taking yeah. a you big hit. You have to hit. fly there. I mean, it's tough, dude. And then yeah, you have to quarantine, right? When no drive-up business in Hawaii. No drive-up business. Yeah, not like here. So yeah, that's tough. All right. So that's that brings us to the next biggest. Uh, the next question I have is the next big uh, biggest casino markets, and uh, you know, okay, so we, we've talked about Hawaii, but then there's. Uh, so there's potentially an Atlantic City revival of sorts. I believe uh, that's going on. I would love. I would really love to see that cleat up, and and I would love to see them reinvest in the neighborhoods and just upgrade that entire city, not just focused on the boardwalk, right? Because I, I honestly think that if you if you fly into Atlantic City, and it looks like Vegas, uh, this is, you're going to create more opportunities, a lot more synergy. You know, people the way it looks now when you fly in, you're like, oof. I hope I'm not. Well, that's one of the big problems, David, is you can't mm -hmm. fly in. Yeah. <laughs> you have to fly into Philadelphia and drive, and drive, drive down, 70 yeah. miles. Yeah. You know, or you fly into Pomona and drive 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, they had a lot of opportunities. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't want to be negative on Atlantic City because I started there. I've got a lot of friends there. Yeah. My brother's been there yep. forever. It's yep. his only job out of high school. He's an executive host at, at uh, Harris. Uh -huh. But what's going on there and talking to him, and I talk to him often, mm -hmm. Since they consolidated, mm -hmm. the survivors are doing much better. Now, right. every, all, everything is pre-COVID, right? Right. You know, COVID whacked everybody. Yeah. But, you know, having El Dorado Resorts, now Caesars, mm -hmm. come into town mm -hmm. and with their marketing concepts and their consolidation mm -hmm. practices and their adjustments to the rewards program, mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're comfortable that they're going to be able to they're yeah. gonna move the needle. They're going to move the needle. You know, you know. by the way, I, I will say that originally we have a lot of people throughout Caesars Properties. We, have, we know quite a few mid-level, top-level executives. And there was a lot of apprehension. When, in fact, many of them thought they were just going to lose their jobs just out of hand. And it's quite amazing. Almost every story we've heard out of that has been very positive in terms of how El Dorado has treated their executives and the kinds of things they've wanted. Instead of being like this smaller company intent on saving money, They've really looked at you know their portfolio as you know and, and tried to kind of advance uh, you know a lot of these marketing concepts stuff like this. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how a lot of local properties that have needed a little help how they evolve as well. Yeah. Well, what what I got from some of the conversations is mm -hmm. they're really focused on regional. Right. They they know what works in that region where Harris was trying to be more Caesar's Harris was trying to be more national. Mm -hmm. Where for instance. If you're a marketing executive in Atlantic City, mm -hmm. one of your motivations to your to your guest was if you play X and make this threshold, mm -hmm. we're going to give you a free trip to Las Vegas. Ah, okay. Right. But does my brother really care if you're going to yeah, go to no, Las Vegas? He just lost a trip from That's one right. of his best guys. Right. Right. Yep. He doesn't. You know. Of course, he's got to play the game. Yeah. But 
El Dorado coming in saying that doesn't work. That's not that's that's hurting the region. And you know, guys are getting up clapping at meetings. Wow. You know. Yeah. So now they're they're really laser focused on what works in that, in, region, in that region and 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 making making uh, tiered incentives towards that. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that I mean, sense. like, you know, it, what would be some tiered incentives? Being able to go to City Field to, to watch Mets games in the box, mm -hmm. you know, in New York, right? Or being able to go to Giants games or things like that, you know, okay. that's that's a big deal. Now, again, everything's pre-COVID, you know, right? But um, think what could happen at Legion Stadium. Yeah, you know, with 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 all the suites and the boxes, oh, and, and what would be going on here, and have people to fly out that because you know Raiders have a national following just right. to come because it's not about watching the opponent. Right. It's about watching the Raiders here. Right. So I mean, a lot of folks didn't think, oh, they'll never sell that stadium. It's gone. It's, there's a waiting list. Yeah. There's a website where you could sell your PSL. For money, wow. for profit. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's... No one's it, even been in those uh, suites yet, right? Yeah, it's even all been, 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 uh, been in this. Every seat needs a license. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. All right, so what do you think about... So the other thing, obviously, New York is growing. There's yeah. a few other markets. Uh, you talked about Virginia. That might be I a I think new that's market. a sleeper. Do you think so? Well, there's... Look at the metropolis. The, 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 you, you have Washington, D.C. Right. You know, depending on where the city location is going to be. Right. You know, so... Virginia is a, there's some wealthy neighborhoods there. Yeah, no, you know, big. it's all about zip codes, man. How, how yeah. soon do you think? I mean, are, are they looking at slots first and then adding uh, tables, or are they looking uh, at the whole class three? Well, everything? let's let's be let's be honest. Everybody mm -hmm. wants to get slot machines yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, you know, no. when you want slots. Yeah, yesterday. right now. Yeah. So we want them right away. Yeah. So you know, table games. Table games is great. I'm yeah. a table games guy. Yeah. But I'm an operator. We need table games. We. Go yeah. table games. Yeah, go table games. <laughs> but when you look at the numbers, yeah. you know, no, unless first. unless you're in Macau or in Saipan. And you need Baccarat tables. Then you need Baccarat tables, yeah. right? No, big. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think that as soon as they possibly can, mm. and don't be surprised if you see temporary operations. What am Some I talking about? Cities. There you go. Yeah, it's like they did Harris in New Orleans. The Harris New Orleans. Yep. MGM in Detroit. Yep, they put up these semi-permanent tents, uh, big, big. Yeah. They can roll them out like in a week, and they're they're very nice, air conditioned, all this other stuff. Yeah, Harris lived off of that for a while. With a lot of fiber based. optic cables to yeah, run those slot machines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they figure it out. Uh, well, the one good thing is, if Hawaii ever goes live, they're gonna need a lot of crap tables because they Hawaiians yep. love craps. I mean, you go into California and they literally have like the Golden Arm. I mean, the Golden Arm tournament, like quite literally. So we're looking forward to that because we love dice. A lot of our a lot of our uh, you know, fans that's, love dice. That's, so that's where we big. grew up. That is. That's where me and you both started. That's Bent over on a bird. You not so much on a bird game. Me so much on a bird what game. What are you but talking about? You dealt the bird game out here? We had our bird games in Atlantic City. Were $25. Two and three dollars. Two and three dollars? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I had 50 first, cents my, coming. First six, months, first six months, I was dealing craps. Really? Everybody had two on the line, two in the field, two coming. Two on the big six and eight. Uh, the big six and eight paid odds. Uh, as soon as it got up mind. to $6 out there, I'm then bent over it? trying to... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, push into it? it? Even uh, at $6? Oh, God. No, you had to break it down and pay it odds. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So we... I, listen, Dude, I started with... Uh, my first day in Las Vegas, I went out and paid the big six and eight in the corner odds. The box man at the Golden Nugget came flying out of the chair. Yeah, I, I was here. assaulted. I know, even money here. <laughs> yeah. But I had, we, we had, I had 50 cent uh, moving bets, dude. It's a number, 75 cents. 
I, my pressed from yeah, 75 cents why, on the five is to a dollar and a quarter. Doctor now. Well, that's why I got good at crafts, man. Yeah. Bent over that quarter game for so long. Sure. By the way, that game transfers to the $25 game. Nice. You know what I mean? Because it's the same unit, just adding well, adding some zero. All right. So, all right. So, the next thing we got going on here is uh, big innovations. Big innovations coming in gaming, by the way. And and many of these innovations have been pushed along a little bit because of COVID. Yeah. Because uh, you only get three people on a table. Or for some people, they're just at home. A lot of money is sitting at home. A lot of money. I mean, uh, you know, they, they reserve some of these tables. $100 players. Tw- I heard of a $200 dice game, Center Strip, starting $200 at, on a weekend. So, um one of the things they're talking about is virtual or augmented reality gaming. And there's some people out there who might be so 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 here's an example, okay? okay? And now there's a guy in the middle which would basically be you with your virtual reality goggles on kind of thing. And you can just walk around the casino, pick a table and and play on the table. So in this sort of be immersed in this whole, you know, casino environment. And and I will say like the virtual reality, the tech as so advanced, so much more advanced than have you have you been have you done the VR goggles much? Scott? Not not recently. All right. Well, I can I, tell I you, did it one time a while ago when it first yeah, came out, but yeah. I, I know it's pretty crazy now. I mean, it, it's unbelievable the graphics, especially now with the 4K and 5K, 8K. I mean, it's like it's it's through the charts. They have games now that you really they make me nauseous, dude. It's so real. It's like and the roller coasters, some of the ga- some of the stuff that you do the rides. From the VR goggles, like you can go on like roller coasters. It's it's really. Do you get virtually sick or really? You do. Sick? You know, you get really <laughs> sick. I know. I wish I got virtually sick, but it's quite something. It's really stunning. So I can see how, with the right technology and the right oversight, I mean that that could be a thing. Um, what do you think? Not so sure. Uh, it's a little out of my reach. Um, yeah. It sounds cool. I mean, yeah. I would I would have to be demoed and sold. Yeah. And, you know, they'd have to they'd have to bring the company and bring me in and, and show check me. It out yeah, and I'd have to kick everything. the tires before there's I. There's a lot of there's a lot of use out there, by the way. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I honestly think that eventually that there's been a couple movies out there. Don't get me about, wrong. I mean, I I'm I'm all in for the next best the next great best thing, thing. But I really mm. not really comfortable talking to your to your fan base mm. about stuff that I'm not really yeah, up to speed up. on. You know. So, so here's the thing. The, 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 the end, at the end of the uh, civilization, we're all going to be sitting back in recliners, you know, hooked up to some sort of you know, fluid, virtual reality. And, and the avatar will live out our actual life. And then we're just going to be a blob on a couch in a recliner somewhere. You know what I mean? Just, uh, I could just see this being a thing. But anyways. All right. So, so here's, here's one that's – uh, so mobile gaming obviously is big. There's a lot of mobile phone, a lot of apps, a lot of online gaming. We let's be got, honest. Mm-hmm. The online space yep. has saved many gaming jurisdictions during this pandemic. No, that's true. They've, it's they've off the charts. The ones that on. are it's like been literally, really, really great. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, there's a difference though. There is the there is the online like slot uh, that aren't regulated that are part of some island group somewhere, and then there's sort of like the official, you know, gaming, well regulated, sure, you know, casinos. Me, me and Alex have had some interact. We get, by the way, we get offered all these uh, online casinos that no one's ever heard of. This slot that we get offered to, you know, promote them all the time. We won't do it because it takes away. We're we're here to, get, you know, promote casinos here and, and dealers and things like this. But but here's an interesting concept. You ready? I know we, we touched on this earlier. So so one of the concepts is. Here you are in in Nevada, for for example, you're at a casino and you know that you can only play three people. You want to be socially, you have to be separated, right? Now imagine you're at home, 
and you're on your mobile phone, and you got there on a, a normal blackjack seat. There's three empty seats basically, right? Because you could only have three bodies there. So there's three empty seats. So what you do is you come up on the camera and you can dial into one of the blackjack seats. You can pick that seat and they say that seat's mine. Have money preloaded and to make a bet with a live dealer on a live game from the comfort of your home. Now and what they're, do you pump, think? they're pumping the cards to your they're circle. They're pumping the cards right to your circle, and you're making decisions. You know, on your mobile phone, hit, split. You know what I'm saying? But instead of it <clears throat> being mobile, like a mobile app, it's literally a live dealer, live table. It's just you. You just bought that seat from home. You right. know what I mean? What do you think? I think that's got a much better chance than the. I, I the, think the, the virtual reality one. Yeah, yeah. I, I I could be sold on that a lot quicker. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'm 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 okay with that. We, we've actually had we've had a discussion. Uh, I won't say with who, but with a gaming boss who who thinks that ultimately. Especially given COVID. So these are the kinds of discussions that have been pushed probably, you know, forward that, you know, they weren't even looking at this kind of stuff. But now they see three empty seats or four empty seats. How many people can you get around? You know, even look at Baccarat. Yeah. How many people can you get on a Baccarat table realistically? Can't you bet over? I've been at the – con- yeah, you, know, you know, Well, it all depends what, what jurisdiction and where you're yeah. at and yep. what kind of a game it is and all that. Yep. Like I, I told you before, we had NCAP games at Macau – that just had like a big pass line where it yeah. was a no commission game. So all you had to do, everything was yeah. paying, you know, everything was paying even money. Wow. So, you know, I had 21 bets on that game one time. You 21 know. bets. 21 bets. So yeah. now imagine it's COVID. You can only fit a couple of bodies and you have, you have people buying in from home yeah. for those same seats. No, I hear you. Uh, that's, that sounds great. I, I'd like to just, You'd kick, like to see it? Kick the can down the road a little bit? I want to kick the can down the road. Uh, I just got my vaccine today. <laughs> you know, I'm feeling yeah. good about life. Right. I want to see people get vaccinated. I yeah. want to see these planes start to fly to Las Vegas. Yeah, I want to see us get back to something that's that's that's, uh, that's more normal. I yeah. mean, I like I like that reality, that the, the virtual reality thing mm. for maybe 2030. Yeah, 2030, 20, you know, yeah. when you and I are drinking Mai Tais on my own. Yeah, we're retired. Right. Done, but, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I want to see us getting back to six and eight. I want to get mm. back to split and double down. Mm. I want to. I want. I want five people at the blackjack game. Yeah, being I'm, social and loud and happy yeah. and having fun. Yeah, I mean that's that's really where it's at for me, man. Yep. And I, I, I really think that we're close. We're we're you know th- these vaccines are here, they're here, yeah. and it's and, and and it's going to come. It's it's just to me it's about confidence level for mm. for folks to be confident to jump by the mm. jump on a plane and go. And there's a lot of the country that's not that's not comfortable yet, but I really believe they're mm-hmm. going to move the needle. You know, let's take care of the seniors first. Let's get our seniors covered. Let's get the shots passed out to all those folks, mm-hmm. and then, you know, keep working down those strategic lines, mm-hmm. and let's let's get everybody back to normal and start getting these flights flying. In in fact, uh, I guess this is a little bit of a segue, but you know, we've had a few um, we, we've addressed this so. Everyone that we've talked to thinks there's going to be a huge, robust return to gaming here really soon. That of all the people that are pent up, stuck at home, you know, once we get to, there's going to be so much optimis- optimism. The minute we get these uh, vaccine shots, the minute we're allowed to get out of our houses, where there's you know there's going to be like a rampage of people heading to Vegas. I I I I fully support that. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is the, the evidence for me is the regional casinos in California mm. are doing great. Minting money. They are doing great. Yeah. I mean, you know, why are they doing great? Because just like you said, yep. folks want to get out of the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
it's yeah. it's like it's it's a really really tough hustle to be locked up like this. We think, I mean, and that goes in the vein of like ETG. So we talked about ET, but by the way, ETG used to be like the next big thing to be talked about. So, so two G2Es ago. Electronic gaming games. Electronic table games, right? It was all about ETGs and, and, and skill-based games too were sort of made a hit, but those have kind yeah. of waned a little bit. Right. And the ETGs is kind of like, um, has, has sort of created its own, you know, separate market. You know, yeah. a lot of casinos have trouble figuring out if it's a, table game or should it go in the slot department <clears throat> but but ultimately it's a different type of player it's someone who buys in for less spends less time it doesn't have the same consumption value that a regular table game has so as much as people thought etgs would threaten you know the dealer <clears throat> that hasn't proven true you know people love to come to vegas they want it just like you want a bartender we go to the bar they love having a dealer they have love having that social interaction and and i believe when we get done with this, people are going to miss that. People have missed that already. People are at home, stuck at home, a lot of anxiety. You got to avoid when you're walking down the street, you can't you can't say, you know what I mean? You're like, uh, you walk across the other side. You know what I'm saying? It's all of this. And I, and I think the minute we get comfortable, the minute we get this, that we're going to want, we're going to be just, you know, biting at the bit to, to be engaged and, and, you know, get back to that meeting people, saying hello, interacting, right? I'm with you, buddy. I mean, <clears throat> I think so. I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Let's get back to. I'm in. Let's get back to what what made us great, and and I and to me, you know how I feel about it. Uh, to, yep. to me, there's nothing nothing more entertaining than a fantastic interacting rock star crap crew playing uh, yeah. on a game like that, or yep. you know having a having an engaging blackjack baccarat dealer. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, not, nothing's better for an experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. the slot machine, I don't get it, but a lot of people do. You know what I mean? I like to have the interaction. Yep. And to me, when I have an engaging dealer, that's a really special experience. Yep. You know? Now, on the other side, if you got a stiff dealer, a that's stiff a real, dealer. that's buzzkill. Yeah, the days you of know? stiff dealers is going to be bye-bye, I think. Yeah, I, you know, Thank God, because I don't want yep. to have I don't want them on my team. This is becoming a more personality-driven uh, business. I, yeah. Back in the day, it used to be dummy up and deal, but not anymore. Oh, no. They, they want you to talk. Dummy up and deal. Front. That, that, that train tough. left a long time yeah, ago. It really did. It yeah, really thank did. God, because that was... We, we had a guy at our... We had a guy at Casino Quest today doing Brian. And, uh, you know, he's a little older, looking to pivot, maybe in the future, you know, come to Vegas, be a dealer. And we get this a lot. We get a lot of older, you know, players, and and you know, and they they, they the first, you know, do, does Vegas hire older people? Absolutely, because they love that older people love to talk. That you like to engage, interact. Oh my God, <laughs> whose phone is that? Is that your phone? No, that's the Casino Quest phone. Oh, that's there it goes. That could be him right there. Oh, that's the call we've been waiting that's, for. That's that's the call we waiting. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit loud and quirky. Thanks, Sticky. That's Sticky's uh, dial. Sticky picked that. Uh, Oh my God! It's like an emergency here. Everything, everything's going up. Anyways, uh, but yeah, so uh, casinos—it's all about personality now. You know, in, in fact, we we fill in the gap with skills. We start with so we casinos. We let casinos find the personalities and fill in the gaps of the skills because really learning to be a dealer is pretty easy. You know what I mean? So like it, it's 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 really about for casinos now. It's about having picking the right personality and then um, and then filling in the skills afterwards. Well, you guys just lived it. I mean, you yep. you guys just pretty much staff circa so yeah. you know how did that go no, you know great. It, it, that went great and but how were they look they they they, they based on personality yeah you know i mean it's like it's it's proven mm -hmm. that you can train folks to deal blackjack yep you can't train character and personality you either have it or you don't 
It's really tough to fake That's that. That's right. You might be able to fake it for a 15-minute interview, yep. but now you're on the table. That's right. It's really hard to fake it for your 90-day probationary that's right. period. And that, that's that's what we said. Our, our conversation, by the way, with a lot of casinos is, listen, and we want to change that, that landscape here. And this is a bit off topic, but we I know it's amazing. Going sideways? I, I, I go sideways. Is he going that's sideways? A, that's, a great, that's a great thing because <laughs> that's what we tell everybody. That's the whole experience. People come here for the experience. We say, listen, we'll fill in the skills. You find the right person, then send them to us. We'll fill in the skills for you. That's no it. Doubt. It's a beautiful and and. And it, it's a beautiful relationship. It really it works out perfectly. You guys have proven that you can no. really do it at a high level. Because the money, the money that you spend to, to sort of fill in the skills after the personality is you get you get a better employee, you get that engagement, you get people spending more money, spending more time. You know what I'm saying? Dude, are you trying to sell me? I'm not. In the I business. mean, I know, I know you're I'm in. I'm teaching I'm, now. I'm, I'm not... selling them out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, so uh, by the way, because we have a lot of dealers who are looking for work, and and we we really focus on that 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 personality part. Okay. Um, By the way, did those dealers apply at Virgin yet? Mohegan Sun's running Virgin. I was on the, I was on the job really? page today. There's there's I didn't see dealer jobs. Yeah. But I saw some pretty big jobs that are available at Virgin. At Virgin, uh, the Virgin that's the took old over Hard Rock. Rock. The old yeah. Hard Rock, yeah. yeah. The hotel's going to be run by the Hilton. Yep. And uh, the casino is going to be so run by the Hilton. So we heard it was put Sun. off indefinitely for now, no? They, they're, they're, they're hiring. They're hiring. Well, the website says coming yeah. yeah. What's the website say? Coming soon. It is coming soon. There's yeah. a lot of stuff up in the air, so let's. Yeah, hope. but 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 that's great. That is good because it's you know I don't I don't especially for me. Mm-hmm. I mean I've got to stand in front of folks who just paid tuition, right? To go to get a hospitality degree, yeah. And I just had my first class mm-hmm. yesterday and today, yep. depending on which class. Mm-hmm. And you know, is it a great time to be in the hospitality business mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. Not really, but. The future's bright. No, the I mean we big. we survived nine yep. eleven. We survived two recessions. Yep. You know, guys like yep. me and you been been through that. Watched yep. the buzz kill. Yep. Made it through, and and when we came out on the other side, we we're always better. Always bigger and better. Always bigger and better. Yep. What do you see? What's going on? I mean, it's just so exciting to see mm-hmm. the resorts world down the street. Yep. I was at you know we were blessed to be at the opening of Circa. Mm-hmm. I was there Sunday yeah. to watch the football. Yep. The place was rocking. Yeah. I, I couldn't find – it was $25 tables all over the place yep. at the D, too. By the way, they're, do, they're still doing well. They're still having job fairs. Uh, and there's a lot of investment being made in Vegas. So everyone with any real money and anyone who's been here like we have, they know this is going to – we're going to move. This is actually – I would say this. When people call us on the phone and talk about the school or ask questions about the school, I say, listen, this is a great – it's not a great time to get a job right this second, but it's a great time to be in school right. for when those jobs are What, are, what are do we talk about? What I'm trying to what I'm trying to mm-hmm. preach to my students is now's the time to really focus on your self development. Mm-hmm. You know, take the extra class. Yep. Put put more credits in the bank. Mm-hmm. Get get those credits in the bank right now. If you're not working, yeah, that's what you want to do. Easy. To, you know, and 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 learn. Mm-hmm. Look what you know. I, I'm just fired up that some of the the. The, my students are coming down here, yeah. learning how to play, learning how to deal blackjack. Yep. Because you know, if they're going to be gamers, I, I've got no beef with being a barback mm-hmm. or being a, a you know a bartender or a waitress or a waiter. Yes. But if you're going to be in the gaming business, start dealing now. Deal now. Get your That's hands it. dirty now. Yep. And you know, this is the place to come, guys. By the way, thank you for that. I happen to see that on there. Uh... <clears throat> Thank you, David. Yes. Is that can I Daniel, say that? Daniel, thank you for the Daniel, final super Daniel. chat. Sorry, my glasses are, are don't reach that far. All right, all right. So here's here's one that we'll we'll touch on. We do have a picture for this. So facial recognition is coming. It is. Yeah, well, it's it, already it's, at the Venetian. It's uh, it's hit and miss kind of thing. So there's one, and and 
this poor woman, she must have posed for this. But so this is, it catches you coming into the casino, and then you, you get profiled right away. Casinos love it because they can keep track of little, they know everybody. Um, and, uh, you know, it does offer, if you're not, if so the benefits to the player are you get tracked for everything. It's easy for them to, the minute you get in the casino, what slot machine you sit down, what table you sit down, what restaurant you go to, you basically, they follow you throughout the whole property. And uh, they can, you know, keep track of what you've spent, how long you've been there, and give you incentives. Maybe you're a bingo player. They saw you go into bingo, and saw, now they're sending you bingo coupons. Or, you know what I mean? It, it helps with that type of marketing. Now, the flip side of it is... Giving up your data, giving yeah. up your life. Yeah. You know, I mean, what's going on now? What's some of the biggest conversations that are going around with big mm -hmm. tech? Folks don't want to give up their data. Mm -hmm. You're giving your facial recognition so you can be followed into the restroom. Yeah. How many times? You <laughs> know. The yeah, seriously. I mean, it's like you know, if they're going to follow you to every location you go, it's. I don't know, man. That's that's. I, I like facial recognition from the keep the terrorist out of the casino, the known right. bad guys. I'm right. a real big fan of that. Right. I'm a real big fan of having metal detectors in, at, at the entrance points. Yep. I'm a real big fan of showing ID before you walk in the casino. Circuit did that on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's good stuff. Adults only at Circa. I've got no problem with that. Yep. yep. You know, no. so, you know, when I go out into an adult environment, I don't want to have to worry about upsetting somebody's kids. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I when I'm at Disneyland, I, I, I act a little bit different than I'm at Circus Pool. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, uh, uh, so, I mean, I'm. I don't know. I, I don't know where I. What do you I'm think? Not, Come not, on, man. I'm not, I'm not sure yet. I, I'll be honest with you. Because here's what I think. I think that in in the the end game is that we're all of our faces are going to be out there. I mean, at, at some point, there's just so much going on in the world that I think it's hard to get away from it. And I, I think that that if you have something to hide, I guess I don't know. I'm going to be on the wrong side of this. A lot of people, but I, I know people. Want I don't their have privacy. nothing to hide, but. I'm going to push back as long as I can. Really? I, you know, there's, there's, I, I'm, I don't think it's okay for folks to be selling my data and, yeah, you know, selling it's, the it's data is not so like, you know, it's, it's uh, just nuts. It's you Google something, uh -huh. just Google something. Yeah. And now the next time you go on YouTube, there's the ad oh, for it. It's yeah. unbelievable. I mean, like there, it's like they, they can read my mind. Yeah. I mean, dude, really? I mean, I, you know, I put my mother's name into a search engine one time and like all her personal information came up. I was like, are you kidding me? I couldn't believe it. I, it's amazing how much information is out there. Just uh, literally everybody. That's the thing that, that see, I don't want I if, if I guess if they could keep it and keep it secure. And but of course, we yeah, know how's that, that working not, out yeah, so that's far? Not working out. You know, you know, I had all of my data stolen from the OPM, the Office of Personnel Management and uh, all my biometrics and everything, because I, I had a security clearance. And I was in the military. And they lost it. I got a letter stating that, you know, they had lost all of my everything, including my blood type. I mean, just gone. And since then, I've had nothing but problems. I've had, you know, all these issues. Yeah, I've had to resolve them lately. But, you know, it's scary. It really is. But, but I mean, there's just, I don't know. It's, I think it's hard to be, be, remain anonymous now. You know, it's getting harder. The access to information is so, there's so many people hacking it. And, you know, it's just, it's just tough. But uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with a thumbprint. Yep. But, you know, to take it yeah. to the next level, I, you know, I got to take baby steps. Yeah. I used to go to the gym. I used to go to this gym that required you to do biometrics. You look like you biometrics. still go to the gym, man. Every now and then I, I reach <laughs> out, I go to the gym. I'm trying to lose weight. 
I'm trying to get down to a nice uh, nifty. I've been slowly losing. Well, I'm down 10, 10 more pounds, dude. I got this new exercise, this new routine I've been doing. I'm going to show everybody. It's uh, called it's proprioception. It's based on NASA. You're going to be a personal trainer now. I, I was a personal trainer. I actually had. Uh, I was part of a gym. I actually have like David personal trainer thing. Shirts even made up. You know, I used to love. I I love helping people get in shape, dude. You, know, you just give me a call. I'm there for you. <laughs> uh, but. Um, yeah, I'm gonna reserve the thing. I I, uh, I don't know. I guess uh, for me, I don't really care as baby much as steps I should. for me. Baby steps. All right, moving keep the, on. Keep the terrorists out. Keep the bad I, guys that out. That I love. See, that's but, the thing. But but don't be tagging. Don't be don't be tagging everybody. Mister and Mrs. Ohio. You know, I don't well, think they you, need that. You go to England, and the minute you step off the plane, like there's eight cameras uh, looking at you. They got they got to, to on keep everything. the bad guys out. You they, know, I they, mean, they, they they don't have your face. <laughs> they 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 have the the bad guy's face. Just the bad guy's face. Interpol. Yeah. Uh, Interpol. All right. Well, there we go. All right. So next up is uh, we got we got to talk about UNLV for a second. I love to talk about UNLV. I, I How know, much time I, we I, have? I know, right? How much time we have, Alex? And, 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 the, re <laughs> and the reason. Wait, we got a picture for this, don't? Because it's a good picture. For UNLV Gaming Lab. Yeah, the Gaming Lab. Yeah. And the reason why I, I put this out there is because Whoa, there we go. UNLV has created sort of a, a new career, a new experience. Uh, before, not too long ago, you just started as a dealer, and there weren't a lot of classes. Like the, 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 People like you went to college, and you had a separate degree. You didn't have a casino gaming degree. You went for either economics or business and these yeah, kinds of they things. They had it, though, back in the day. Really? They did. Yeah. Wow. But they got away from it for they got away from it. some reason that I really don't understand, yeah. but it's back. But it's back. We're back. Yeah. So UNLV it, gaming concentration yeah. is back. So when I, when I was in Thank God. Now I have a job. I know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but you used to work up. You just used to work up in the business. And if you, if you could articulate well enough and if you, you found someone that you can maybe, um, you know, intern for, mentor who would mm -hmm. want to mentor you and take you up under their wing. But there weren't a lot of college grads, let's say. Last year. She at the... Um, what, what happened? No sound. You're good. All right. Uh, so... The, at, on the center strip properties, the bigger properties and, and the more high profile properties, they really looked for you to have like a, a, a business major, a master's degree, or economics degree, mm -hmm. something like that. People like you that work for those types of properties, you were able to get promoted because you had that, you know, that certificate, that that type of schooling. And uh, but now there's there's this is a new this, there's a new career path with UNLV. So I mean, go right ahead, sir. Jump right yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I'm really fired up about it. And yeah. what's really great is. I've I've only been there for four. This is my fourth semester, mm. but the 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 quality of student and gaming student that I've come in contact mm. with is really great. And I it's I'm just waiting for them to become 21. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. what's really cool is a lot of them are they're mm. they're they're under they're under the legal gaming age. Yeah. So what's now it's time for them to really polish and work on their self development. Yeah. yeah. And I've got to really know a bunch of these students really really good and we bonded pretty heavy mm -hmm. um segue into the unlv casino yeah. gaming manage uh, casino gaming association uh -huh. new club on campus right and the founding members of that club in my opinion are the future leaders of the gaming industry there's some really rock star students in that club and i'm super proud of them yeah. and uh i, I think they're going to really make 
really make some big noise in a positive so, way when it's their turn. You want them to be 21 so they can out, get out there and learn how to chase, huh? On a blackjack game? It just no, really I, need, like... I want them to be 21 so they can get out there and be in the pit and show what they have. Oh, okay. You know, good. I want them to be behind the table. Not behind the table. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, what's, what's, and, and you, nobody knows better than you and Alex yep. that, you know, we have to bring the gaming experience to my students, but the majority it. of them are under yep. 21. Yep. I can't do a field trip to the stratosphere. Yeah. You know, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't crash, <laughs> I can't crash Jimmy's party at the palace station. You know yeah. what I mean? But we can go to before COVID the yeah. international gaming Institute, but the big breaking news that I'm going to show tonight, breaking news, breaking news, because the UNLV International Gaming Institute is now the new COVID testing center. Yeah. That Hospitality Hall, HOS 136, is going to be the new gaming lab oh. at UNLV. Wow. Just got approved wow. today that my, my – so, all you guys in my 225-01 class, don't show up to Beam Hall anymore. We're going to 136. I sent you the email today. So I'm really fired up about You're that. You're moving the games, the slots and stuff? We're having uh, a couple slot machines moved over. Uh -huh. We're getting a blackjack. I'm working on having a craps table delivered, and we got an SR coming in. Oh, well, Alex is great at delivering craps tables. He loves that. <laughs> By the way, that's not true. It's a real pain in the ass to move a craps table, just so you know. Especially yeah, I, I hear you. We put a 14-footer into Casino Quest, and let me say, it comes a whole, luckily you could take it apart, but you can't take it all the way apart. It's no, just it's... still... Thank, yeah, thank God you could take it in two pieces. Anytime I mention that to Alex, he gets a little little riled up. Yeah. And it's quite the, quite the task. All right, but so. But, yeah, the UNLV thing is, is, is a really, really great thing that's going on right now and mm -hmm. having that gaming concentration because, let's face it, there's there's such an incredible gaming lab out there with, with the strip and the off-strip properties right. and everything that's yeah. there and the internship opportunities are just super plentiful yeah. and when you've got operators like station red rock resorts and mm -hmm. you've got mgm that have these great internship programs mm -hmm. it just feeds off they feed off each other right and and what's what's really great about our partners on the strip is that they're really competitive in everything. Yep. So they all want to have the best internship program because let's face it, if you've got Rockstar Gaming students right. at UNLV, and we do, yeah. they want them. Yeah. They want them. So they're going yeah. to compete for them. Yep. So how do they compete? By having the best intern program yep. and having the best junior management MAP type programs, mm. you know, management apprentice type programs, right. things like that. Now, I, you know, right now, today, we're just getting back into that groove. Yeah. Just getting back. Yep. So next semester, it'll mm -hmm. be better. Mm -hmm. The following semester, it'll be even stronger. Yeah. But what's going on now is there's a bunch of young folks at UNLV that are really fired up to get into gaming and follow that career path. Mm -hmm. And I want to take them all the way. I want to bring them to the finish line. And mm -hmm. what I preach, too, it's not just about Las Vegas, mm -hmm. because I shared with you and your your group a long time ago, mm -hmm. my biggest jump was when I went overseas. Right. And there, those overseas opportunities are plentiful. Yep. They're going to keep going. Yep. It's like everything else. We got to we got to knock this COVID situation sideways. Mm -hmm. We got to get people flying and, and, and get these games open. We have an intern here, one of yours, Pat. Yeah, he's great. Hi, Pat. No, he's doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he loves the uh, game. He wants to have his own casino one of these days. Yeah, so, and uh, he's got resources to make it happen, too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be right there, buddy. Yeah. 
He can Pat, don't us. lose my number when yeah, it right. comes time. You know, <laughs> remember <laughs> Mr. Morrow, okay? Yeah. All right. So uh, here's what we thought. This is a little something special. We thought we'd go back to the olden times when we first started out. Oh gosh. And uh, it's a long ways ago. Good thing my long-term memory is better than my short-term memory. Right, Jeff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got that right, Sam. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, all right, day in the life of a casino dealer. So what was it like when you walked into your you, – you worked for a pretty big property, no? Your first property? No. Well, I, you know, my first was when I, I was in uh, Atlantic City. Yeah. So, but I thought that was the greatest thing on earth, you know. Let's yeah. see. Um, you, you, I went in early mm-hmm. and went to the cafeteria because it was free. Yeah. And, you know, had – pre-lunch then uh we started our shift and then we go back and you get six breaks a day i know that's true you get let me get this straight let let me get this let me get this straight yeah you work you you get paid for eight hours right two of them you're in the break room yeah you're trying like heck not to eat on every every break so you're not (laughs) five foot nothing 210 yeah you know what i mean yeah and uh you know it's a tough hustle but what's really cool about that yep when once I really got it established and um, like when I was at the Mirage mm-hmm. and I'm going to school, mm-hmm. it's an unbelievable opportunity to bring your homework and grab, you know, be able to catch yeah. up on your reading and catch mm-hmm. up on things yeah. like that. Yep. And they always had a quiet room and there was a lot of folks that would just focus on ah. reading. And, you know, they, I'm serious. But then they had yeah. uh, they'd have the television, you know, and everybody was watching TV and. It was wow. pretty much dominated by sports, and then guys like you are not into the sports, right? You know, and there was a lot of our. I was uh, eating. Yeah, you, you 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 had season tickets to the help hall. I wasn't. No, no. So you want to know where I broke in, sir? I didn't have any of that. I broke in at the Golden Gate. They had a break room that was smaller than our bathroom, basically. So that you was could the break sit, room. That was it, and you couldn't eat. But you had you ninety-nine got, cent shrimp cocktail. I we did, but here's the thing. So you got a coupon, okay, to eat once. Ooh. Just one. So every other property I've been to after that, except for the Fitzgeralds, also that was a bit limited food wise. But when I worked at the Rio, oh God, you could eat every break. The dealers, especially dealers, had a special dealer room only, quiet room. You know, one area at the at the yeah. masquerade was pretty quiet. But the gate, they gave you a coupon. So so here's how my day went. Uh, I, I was only I only showed up minutes before my shift because the break room was just awful. And and back then, a lot of, everybody smoked. Yeah. So, so I did smoke back then, oh. but I mean, it was like, Peer you, pressure. you could be just smoking in other people's mouth. Ma- I mean, oh. it was so smoky. You know, yeah. those bingo it halls it was horrible. that are still smoking. It was just literally, you were just covered in smoke. So I would take my breaks and they, enc- they encourage, I don't know how much they encouraged it, but there wasn't a lot of room in the break room. So I would literally go over to the plaza and the plaza had a gaming room. And you walked into the front to the right, there was this big you know, gaming area where they had some pinball machines, stuff like, pin- not not gaming like slots, but gaming like pinball machines. And I would spend a lot of time there because there was no one playing those games and I would be there. I, w- I would come back. I was, when I finally got to Dice, I had Sal Bruno, which some some people may remember back. In Vegas, he was a bit famous because, you know, he was the, literally the pit boss, a Dice pit boss. at he, he, he was a ship boss, pit boss. I'm not sure what his classification was for the Golden Gate. For like he was years. the boss. He was the guy who was just bald-headed, loud mouth, always yelling, and he was just very crass, Politically correct. Not politically very correct. Very sensitive <laughs> to people's needs. Oh, there was no sensitivity. <laughs> uh, Emotional I got, intelligence. I got the breast story, okay, <laughs> that he went along with, too. Yeah, have you ever heard my breast story? I, I don't know. You missed it? All right, Remember, so, my students are watching. Yeah, I know. Be well, careful. It's a, I could do a PC version of it. Okay, so... 
I won't get into that. Alex, but anyways, you got the mute button ready. Yeah. Get so, your finger on the trigger. So uh, <laughs> they they uh, the, the crap table was uh, was a bit worn out. At a two hundred dollar limit. It was a bird game, fifty cent moving bed. So a guy would buy in a stack of birds was five bucks, and my this is how my day went. And he would be there all day. There was a guy, bless his soul, really craggy old man who would come up and he would buy in for five bucks. And um, he had something wrong with his skin. And it would, over the course of a day, would peel off and land on the layout. And Sal, one day, Sal, he ended up bleeding on the, on the layout. And I'm on third base, by the way. I'm about to go on break. You know what I mean? I can't wait for my break. And this poor guy is bleeding on the layout. And I, I lean back and I tell my box person, box person tells Sal, and Sal throws in a, a, a roll of paper towels. Because <laughs> that was the day. I mean, nowadays, that whole table would just be, it's a biohazard. Are you kidding me? But we just dabbed it, left the paper towels over there. and as Little long as dabble dice, do you. Little dabble do you. <laughs> so, so, okay, so back to the ticket. So I get a ticket to go eat. And... Uh, you took the ticket up to there back when they had the 99 cent. That was also like they made burgers and ha- and so you got uh, you got a choice of a burger, a hot dog, and some fries. And then I believe you didn't get the if you opted out of the fries, you could get the shrimp cocktail. And here's the thing: there was nowhere to eat it because uh, because you, you were staffed, you weren't allowed to sit there. It's very small little area, so you had to take it outside. I mean, you had no because it, it it, the Golden Gate, if you haven't been there, is a really small place. They've done, by the way, they've done fantastic things with it. I have been back now several times, and and you know where I heard about the it's renovations? It's not your daddy's Golden Gate anymore. It was like an architectural digest. It was talking about they have this like one. It's seat, a historical venue, and and they've remodeled it like it's unbelievable. It's, it's awesome. It's really amazing what they did with that small space. This literally blows my mind. There goes Derek Stevens again. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean you wouldn't think that he could do that, but I, if you go in there, if you haven't been to the gate in like twenty years. You have to go see it. It's quite something. I love all the, the uh, all the um, <clears throat> supervisors wear like the, the gangster oh, hats the old and school. all. Yeah, yeah, not when I was there. We had the pocket shirts where we put the toques in the shirts. Nah, these these guys are sharp. They look really. Now great. they look like they have the sleeves and everything. They actually like have real a high limit room. Oh, I know. No, that's no. The gate and gets people action. playing. No, the gate gets good. I mean, the gate gets action. Yeah. Now the fits. I worked there. So my very next job. It was uh, oh god, it's been so long. I don't remember, but I I didn't. It took me years before I got to oh the Gold Coast. I worked at the Gold Coast, and uh, that had a break room and a cafeteria. I got to eat, and uh, you know a place to break and everything else. But again, really tough bosses, and uh, it was a tough gig. Knucklehead factor was off the charts. A lot of yeah, a lot of bird. That was a bird game, but it was a dollar minimum bird game. There you go. Big so it was time. a buck and a quarter, eight dollars across. You got a raise. Three seventy-five outside. <laughs> four. You know, it's ridiculous. But anyways, so that that's what it was like. Um, it, it, it was rough when we were when we were younger. I feel bad for you, dude. The bosses were a little tougher. They're, I know. They were crazy. They were crazy. Uh, I had a boss that would switch the bowl, and the stick. Uh, I mean, he'd throw pennies under the table. Did you ever have that? Pennies under the table? I, I, we, yeah, I've seen that. I mean, I would literally go up to the game and just to see if to, to see to gauge how pissed off this boss was. Because if you got on the stick when he was pissed and there were pennies under the game and you and you called up a hand. Calling up a hand, by the way, is like in a dice game is calling a lot of winning numbers, you know, letting the players letting the players win because you were somehow you're in control of the dice and the stick, right? And, and they would go, oh, here we go, Songbird, you know, new talent scout coming out there. You know what I mean? What do you think? The one guy would be like, what do you think I am, a, a talent scout? You think you could sing? 
and he would just go on. He would give you so much crap. So you'd look under the table, and if you saw more than, like, one penny, you knew that, holy crap, you hoped to call seven outs. Like, literally, that was the thing. Nowadays, I, I think most casinos, are, they, those bosses are done. Right? I hope. I mean, you got to hope, dude. I hope. Oh, it's just, it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. But the Rio, the Rio, Marnell's, my favorite boss, without, without any doubt. The best food, the best service. I mean, he, he treated us like royalty, I, I think. Despite, Steve Wynn did a good job. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've heard the food. the, the awesome. Yeah, the break rooms, all that stuff. Yeah, It was called the Strip Joint. Really? That was the name of the cafe, the Helps Hall. Was the Helps Hall? The strip wow. Joint. Yeah, good food. Yeah. I mean, uh, Marnell was the great The greatest food. was when uh, the conventions would land out. The, the Not the conventions. Mm -hmm. the, you know, the, what, the, um, mm. the big dinners, when they had the big dinners. Oh, yeah. Help okay. us out here, guys. Help yeah. us out. Yeah. F&B, guys. Yeah, the okay. food and beverage when they F &B, had the— uh, when they had those massive meal parties, yeah, right? Yeah, the meals. So he would, come, he would come in. The catered those, stuff. Those, uh, yeah, the catered stuff would yeah. come in. Those yep. silver uh, trays with yep. the covers. Dudes yep. would be elbowing for those, man. That yeah. We used to have the seafood buffet. And when they, you know, yeah. the customers ran out, if you wanted oh, to swing ship, greatest. you got you got whatever was left over. Yeah, they didn't throw it out. I mean, yeah, like, no. it went from the restaurants, yep. the buffet, to the helps hall, yeah. to RC Farms. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, that's it, to the pigs. Uh, yeah. pigs. So if we didn't need, if the dealers didn't need yeah, it, it went, it to, went the to the pigs. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, and, and that was it. You hope to work for a nice a enough pumped hotel. Pumped up pigs back yeah. there, right? <laughs> some fat pigs back there. <laughs> oh, that, oh, and, and there were pigs, too. That was us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy. When I went to Rio, I gained I, I gained a little bit of weight. I was always little, and then I started gaining weight. Uh, anyways, all right. So here's the thing. A day in the life of a casino boss. That's what's next. So yeah. casino boss. Oh, you didn't put up that, that picture of the dealer? Did we miss the picture of the dealer? Oh, that's a violation. Where, where, where is the picture of the dealer? I didn't see that I think, picture. I think I think Alex might be in violation. Uh. There he is. <laughs> there it is. Look at that handsome there guy. There he is. There's the dealer. Damn. I know. He uh, looked like he just got a big fat envelope, that, don't he? That, that's fat Alex, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that picture. I know. That's why I picked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so here, day in the life of a casino boss, because I think this is more interesting for people. So what, how do you start your day as a casino boss? Well, let's say shift manager, shift right? Shift manager. Okay, so okay. you're coming in, you're the shift manager. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're coming in a little bit early, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And what my, my mentor, one of my great mentors was Gino Beretta, and Gino would really coach me and mentor me on how to be uh, I was a pit manager then when he was the shift boss, but mm -hmm. it all carried over because it's the same concept because mm -hmm. at the Mirage we had, if you had a pit boss, you had three or four pits mm -hmm. where if you're at station casinos, there's three or four pits in the whole operation. Whole place, right? yeah, so, yeah. But the thing is that he preached on me was before you even start your shift, know who the biggest player on the floor is. Mm -hmm. And you would just cruise around and look around and see what's going on and, and take notice to small things like what's the table minimums? Are we underpriced right now? Because I'm coming in on swing shift, mm -hmm. right? If, if an hour goes by and it's a $10 game and it should be a quarter, mm -hmm. that's a lot of dough you're missing out right. on. You know? And if that happens throughout the whole pit, that's a big violation. I mean, right. that's, that's a big miss. Right. So your, your job is to generate revenue. Mm -hmm. My job, and, I, and then I really started taking some really big notice to, like I shared with you before, put your aces in their places. Mm -hmm. Now, what's that mean? For me, from from on Friday and Saturday night, mm -hmm. the best crap dealer has to be on the best games. Mm -hmm. Your best your best dealers have to be in the most high profile places. 
because we only have about 16 hours on those two days to really generate money. Right. We make more money in those two days than we do on the other five mm -hmm. combined. Right. Right. So Sunday through Thursday, that's a great training opportunity. Right. Everybody gets a chance because everybody's got to break in mm -hmm. and everybody wants to get a chance to deal the high profile game. Mm -hmm. Everybody can't be VIP. Mm -hmm. You can't come from the number one deal in school in America to the high limit room. That's you can't right. just do that. Yeah, you you got to get your hands dirty, yep. right? You got to yep. you got to pay your dues a little bit. But there's like if you've got somebody, let's take three card poker, right? Mm -hmm. There's an incredible table games hold on three card poker. Mm -hmm. If you've got a dealer that can pump those hands <laughs> and don't have to look at the layout to see yeah, what to what see, what, to see what the pay table yeah, is, yeah. you're way ahead of the game. Uh -huh. Now, you put everybody there for an opportunity Sunday through Thursday. Yep. But Friday and Saturday night, if I walk on the floor mm -hmm. and I don't see Joey Jam up on yeah. the crap table yeah. and Sally Superstar <laughs> on my number one <laughs> blackjack game, game yeah. you know, I'm gonna be disappointed uh -huh. and I'm gonna be asking questions, why? Yeah. Yep. You know, did she call in sick today? Mm -hmm. Right? Because we're Sally. I need to mm -hmm. see her smiling face. Mm -hmm. So, and that's really important. I think that's some really great opportunities. But the training opportunities from from Sunday to Thursday are really mm -hmm. important too. Mm -hmm. And that's where you're, you're going to have people grow. But aces in her place is, is a really big deal. Another thing in the, the, the life of, of, of what I call a good boss would be to love them up and coach them up. And by love them up and coach them up, I think it's really important for the boss to have a little bit of something, a little bit of knowledge of each and every one of their team members, okay? I need to know that you're David, and I need to know that what you're into. I need to know, like, I can say thank you for your service when it comes time for Veterans Day and Memorial Day and things like that. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Yeah. And, and for and for my, you know, my, my military mm -hmm. team members, mm -hmm. they really had deep respect for me for knowing that. You know, and, and yeah, I went good. out of my way to know those kinds of things. Yep. Who's, who's, you know, a lot of folks have children. You know, somebody be having the worst day of their, you know, really having a down day. Mm -hmm. But when you say to them, how's your, how's, how's your son? They, they can't, they perk right up. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, in most cases. Yep. And then the folks that don't have kids, they got dogs. Or they got it. a cat, yeah. right? How's, how's, you know, how's Rover? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, and everybody's ready to tell you how great their dog is. Yep. But what I'm trying to say is if you know a little, one mm -hmm. little fun fact mm -hmm. about every one of your team members, beginning of the shift, you walk through, how's everybody doing? Now, when I was at Aria, the really cool thing was I, I make the layout, I make the roadmap up. Mm -hmm. They would give me a list of who I have today. Mm -hmm. And then I would put my aces in their places. And I would play that Sunday through Thursday game. But mm -hmm. when it's Friday and Saturday night, and I know I got Phil Ivey coming in, I know I've got you know some big hitters coming. Right. I got Don Johnson coming into the, to the uh, to the box, to the blackjack room in the high limit blackjack. Uh -huh. I better have Sally ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because my sure. boss is going to want to know why she on a ten dollar table, right. and we have someone who's not number one, right. in the number one spot. Because what's what's the big deal? If that person makes a mistake. Right. All right. Yep. We always lose. We always get the worst of it. Right. That's right. If Sally makes a mistake, we had our ace in our place. That's a tough hustle. That's it. But if we didn't have her there. Right. If we had Joey not jam up in that spot, right? <laughs> Poor Joey. Poor Joey. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Joey, it's not Joey's fault. No. You it's put my him there. fault. That's I put it. him there, yeah. right? Yeah. Sunday through Thursday, Joey goes there. That's it. That's his chance to grow. That's kind of my my kind of things. You know, is yep. always know who your biggest player is and always know what is going on because the phone's gonna ring mm -hmm. and your boss is gonna call you and say, 
how you doing tonight? And let me be really clear. Mm-hmm. He don't or she don't care how you're feeling. Yeah. They care what's the financial result going on in the pit. Yeah. Okay? And yep. you better be in the zip code with that number. Yep. Okay? It's, you should be able to spurt out a number right mm-hmm. there. Not, hold on, let me get that for you. That means I'm not paying attention. I'm not focused. Right. And I, I really, I've been doing, you know, I, I've been watching the Knights game. I, right. I, I, I don't have an eye on the ball. So I know I know a lot of supervisors or bosses that aren't as hands on, and they have like uh, they have their offices set up to look at the cameras and sort of watch what's going in from you know. I had that, type yeah, thing. but that's important too, right? Because let's talk about my favorite VIP player, Dana right. White. Yep. Okay. Yep. Now Dana comes into the building. I am first to be there, shake his hand. How you doing? Anything you need? Usually was very small. Yeah. Right. Yep. Do, 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 anything. Right. Security. Yeah. Uh, roped off. Uh, you yeah. know, but the only thing he needs is to make sure those big chips are in the ch- are in the rack. That's right. OK, so you better have that prepared. Right. Because the worst thing you want to do is have your big guy sit down at the table and you don't have enough bullets to pay. Him. Now you got to fill. Uh huh. You think you, you think Dana wants to see the birdcage <clears throat> on the layout? No, 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 that's that's not OK. Yeah. So you want to be prepared. you got to know this is happening. Uh-huh. Now, sometimes you get caught off guard. But if you know in your heart that you got a guy like that who's going to show up on a regular basis, mm-hmm. you better have one game ready to go like that. Right. And even if you got to make that game reserved or right. $500, it's a $500 game. No one's going to play that. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you have 500 I really don't want you sitting down yeah. because Dana might roll in. That's right. Okay? Yeah. And guess what? If Dana rolls in, you're playing 500 Last shoe. Yeah, last, last shoe. shoe. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I'm yeah. going to move you over someplace else where I'm yeah. taking you to dinner. All right, good. Because that's Dana's game. That's Dana's game. But really, I shouldn't have you playing on David's, Dana's game. Yeah, no. You know, if, if I know he's coming, it's reserved and nobody's playing on it. Fantastic, Scott. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I great... give this to you guys for free. My, UNL, I mean, my UNLV really students have good. to pay for this. No, this is good. <laughs> they get it for you free believe now. this? <laughs> No, Don't worry, stuff. guys. You're going to hear it, but I'm going to tell you really how to get home on we, all that stuff. We know because we, we know we know a lot about you know your career, especially you know I've been to Vegas a long time, so I've heard of you you know from lots of different sources. It's amazing to sit here, to be honest with you, and hear kind of like what, how you got the reputation you did, and and some of the feedback. It puts it all into context. You know what I mean? Which is uh, which is really amazing. You've had quite a career. I do miss it, dude. Uh, I bet you do, man. I, do. I, I miss, you know, I had a, when I, I see projects like Resorts World going yeah. up or even Circa, you yeah. know, I mean, Circa, uh, I was just intrigued because I've got such respect for mm-hmm. Mr. Stevens. Yeah. I think Derek Stevens is, you yeah. know, the new Steve Wynn. Yeah, and I Steve think Wynn. he's going to just yeah. take it to the, to the whole nother Open level. invitation, Derek. You come on my podcast. We, we'd love to have you at UNLV, really, too, to uh, guest speak in my class, Mr. Yeah. Ste- Mr. <laughs> Stevens. Uh, yeah, hopefully somebody okay. out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it, it's quite something. All right. Well, let's get to um, our last bit. Just so you know, one of your one of your places at Red Rock. We're gonna get to questions, by the way. So get all your questions out there, and we're gonna start firing away. Um, Miss Red Rock, man. That Red was... Rock. were two reversible Royals hit within like an hour. <clears throat> uh, do you have the images up there? Oh, Alex lost the images, little yeah, bastard. But anyways, I could tell you that slot shift manager was. Yeah, he was on. His uh, phone was buzzing, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I hope they. I hope they happened on day shift. Yeah, 
Reversible Royals, I think, is. Can you imagine if those bad boys went off at like four in the morning? Uh, Oh, gosh. God, rough. That's the only bad part about having that great job. Yeah. You're just super married to your phone. Yeah. And and, and it goes off. I opened a boat, and on the the boat, uh, we had let it ride, and two Royals hit in the same week. And they were like rethinking that whole game. <laughs> Two royal punches. Take the whole rest of the year to get yeah. even on that. <laughs> it was rough, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you got for us, Alex? Yeah, we're gonna do your Q and A. Fire away. Anything gaming related, please. Um, I have lost ten pounds, and Kino is huge. I'm just gonna put that out there. We'll just leave it out there, and then now we'll we'll answer the rest of your questions. Okay. You guys are ready? Ready. Okay. I'll start. read the questions for you, sir. Uh, Eric is a we love Eric. He's a good fan. Uh, CG, hey, I read a rumor that Hard Rock might be looking at buying a Planet Hollywood, as Caesars is probably looking to drop a property or two from their books. Any thoughts? <clears throat> so, Hard Rock, Hard Rock. Seminoles are looking to okay. buy a property on the Strip. We've heard that as well. Oh, they're, oh, they're looking to buy Planet Dorado, Hollywood. El Dorado may be peeling off a property. So okay. exactly. That's so they're the rumor. talking that Planet Hollywood might be for sale. Maybe, but they. I do know the Hard Rock at at one point was looking around Vegas. Don't. Great, great question there, Eric. Yeah. What I think and the chatter that I heard is mm-hmm. that our friends from Hard Rock mm-hmm. could be the secret big buyer of Venetian Palazzo on the Strip. How about that? That is, yeah. You heard it first here on David's That's podcast. That's it. Wow. <laughs> that could be a thing. That'd be big. Seminoles are Why great. Why not? Why not? Seminole's done a fantastic job. MGM would be the only other person in their balance sheet doesn't say so. Yeah. Yeah, they reached Sem- out to us uh, quite a while ago. Hard Rock said- has a powerful balance sheet. Yep. Unbelievable cash flow. Yep. Their operation in Hollywood, Florida is off the charts. I mean, <clears throat> we, we really got to take a trip, dude. They, they My contacted dad's got a us. condo like right around the corner. We could walk there. That'd be fantastic. I would love to go visit. They did contact. They said, listen, you have any dealers heading out to Florida? Let us know. There was a point yeah. where they were hiring and they were looking at dealers. So they had they had emailed us. All right. What else you got? Okay. Yeah, I would love to. Oh. That was a good question, though. That was a good question. I would love to see the, that hard rock out there. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm not, I'm not sure if Scott gambles, but this is what they asked. Uh, legit question for Scott. What's his system strategy for Baccarat? Ooh. Play with other people's money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go with a benefactor. Oh, gosh. My system for Baccarat. I'll tell you so, my what, system in a minute. I haven't played in a long time, guys, mm-hmm. for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when I was young and in Atlantic City and mm-hmm. doing really crazy things, I, I really like to pay. I would start with one unit, get paid, and then power press to three, and then let that stay as long as and hope for a run. That would be my strategy. So you're not that guy there with the card following the, the No, well, here's my theory with the card. The card's like your rearview mirror. It tells you where you've been, not where you're going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know, it's... I, I I love the fact that players love the card. They love the electronic scoreboard. They will not play without it. Again... I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad somebody else does because <laughs> I've had a really great career. Yeah. But um, when I when I'm sitting down to play, if I'm going to play, I want to win something. Yeah. I'm not there for a long time. I'm there for a good time. Yeah. So I'm either going to I'm either going to make a score or I'm out the door. So either way. Yeah. But I, I like to bet 
let's say if I'm betting quarters, yeah. I'm going to bet $25. I win. I stack. I take my winning, stack it up. Now I'm betting 75 and I let that roll until it loses. Until it loses. Then I go back to my number one. That's that sounds weird. like, uh, I forget that there's actually a name for that. There's uh, probably a name like for it. There's like some, wait, what is it? Uh, it's called Fibino Scott's Baccarat Scott's strategy. Baccarat strategy. My Baccarat strategy is not to play, dude. Yeah. I was at the Gold Coast. I, I just told this story earlier. Uh, and uh, they they actually walked me over. One of the bosses walked me over and said, this is when they just had like two games. This is, you know, Baccarat was sort of new. This is a long time ago. Yeah. You know, not as big. And uh, there was this little, little little girl sitting there, and there was this guy playing Baccarat, and he kept banging on the table, and then he was, like, pushing her arm. And I'm like, there's just no way in hell I can deal this game because I would just – that would make me very angry. Yeah, and I, I, I really enjoy job. dealing it, yeah. and, and I love watching it, and I think it's really cool. I mean, I think Baccarat is the number one game. Really? Oh, I do, yeah, Over, for sure. More than Dice? Yeah, I mean, it's – I, All right, we need a new guest uh, next year. <laughs> I'm just really. You know, you I worked get, in places where there wasn't even a dice game. I mean, that's true. You know what I mean? Uh, but there were 400 baccarat tables. Baccarat tables, but what about but the the level of oh, this is another topic. Oh, are gonna, you going sideways? I'm going sideways. It's question again. time. It, okay. I'm just so stunned, sir. You were bent over a dice game. How could you a dice deal? I've never heard of a dice deal of switching games. At I some love. Point. I, what did I tell you? Many podcasts ago. Yeah. Baccarat is the retirement home yeah. for crap dealers. For crap dealers. There's only so many years you can be yeah. bent over like a farm That's animal. That's true. That okay? is true. Yeah. Alex, talk to this guy. I know. This is true. This okay? Is true. All right. What else you got? Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this is from me. Okay. Uh, David, the CQ team and I want to own our own casino in Vegas. Would you be interested in managing it? Oof. That's for Scott. That's for Scott. If you guys came to me with that, I would come out of retirement really oh, quick. Oh, fantastic. I'd Done. be part-time at UNLV Done. just so we could keep the pipeline, and we'd hire all UNLV yep. students, Dude. and we'd have the number one operation in the history of the gaming world. Dude, it'd be fantastic. By the way, we know a casino uh, recently is uh, is having a little difficulty. Uh, had to close their pit recently, too. Hate that. I know. We've been, uh, yeah, that's the casino we would want. But all right, that's fantastic. Okay, what else we got? Here, let's go back. Oh, there we go. Go to the next question. Uh huh. All right. From uh, all right. Question: Biggest win witnessed on craps. Was it a pass or don't player? Oh, that's easy for me. Yeah, it's easy for me too. Go. Yeah, it, mine was um, at the Mirage on my birthday. Was the one point two million dollar crew? So I, I told you about the guy. Who, we talked about it one time. Yeah. Guy comes up to the table, takes a $50,000 marker. First bet was 5000 on the pass line. Full odds, one, two, three, four. I was the stick man. I passed him the dice. I went around to the opposite base. I go on break. I come back. He's still shooting. He's got white checks, $5,000 a piece at the Mirage at the time, all the way wrapped around the table. I serve him the dice about 15 minutes into my stick. He finally sevens out with bases loaded with combats at 5,000 with full trip for full, yeah, full, full, odds. full one, two, three, four. Yep. One, it was just crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. So mine is, I was at the Gold Coast. It was an hour and four. I still remember the lady uh, who rolled the dice. Three, four, five. I'm sorry. Three, four, five. I'm us, sorry. Yeah. You know what I meant. I know what you meant. Everybody yeah. knows what you meant. All it's you fun. craft rock stars it's know fun. what I meant. Three, four, five. Yeah. Um, I had my COVID shot today. I'm a little cloudy. So, 
I'm surprised you were on a three four five game because uh, I always dealt the double odds until recently. You know, oh, three, then four, they five three four five at the Mirage, man. Really, it's always been three four five. When I was there. Wow. When I was bent over. Wow. Nineteen eight, no, nineteen ninety to wow. two thousand. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Uh, so I'm at the Gold Coast, and I don't remember the. I, I've told people it's as high as like five hundred, but I don't think that that's true. I think it's less than that. There was a. I had a Hawaiian. It was the first time I was introduced to, to a power press, and this guy would come in a few thousand bucks. In this case, he won. He came in five hundred dollars, and he would go. Um, you know, like 64 across and just power press it. Actually, maybe even 96 across. It would be three units, this type of thing. And it was I was introduced to this just, he would go right to table limit. At the time, it was a 1000 or $2,000 table limit. This lady rolled for an hour and 40 minutes. It was a, it was like the worst day of my life, by the way. It was the worst and greatest memories in, in a way. So uh, this real skinny little lady down the center uh, on second base, shooting the dice literally an hour had never shot the dice before of course starts out with five dollars on the line just shoots pass shoots just hour and 40 minute hand kid you not the uh, the ship boss at the time i think he, he might have recently retired but uh he switched the bowl i'm on the pole and he literally switched the bowl on us i i was i was so stunned this little guy oh, wow. reaches in behind me and and takes the bowl and I, I, I mean, I was like, what, I'm looking at the uh, box. And I'm going, what's going on here? Why is the bowl? Literally switched the bowl. They switched brutal. the stick, the bowl. They tried to change the pace. They tried to run over the players and 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 the thing. But but this guy walked with. They tried to tell me they were sweating money. Oh my god, it was unbelievable. And and by the way, so when you when you had rolls like this, this this place sweat the money so bad, dude. It, it was ridiculous. I, I remember just getting called names constantly. I can just, tell you by the time uh, this gentleman sevened out. Every major suit that was working that night, I yeah. mean, because this was early in the shift too. Right. This was like eight, nine o'clock at night, so yeah. you know the big brass was still hanging around. And if it was a weekend, they were definitely there. I can't remember if it was a weekend night or not, because mm -hmm. every night at the Mirage when I was there early mm -hmm. played like like a holiday weekend, you know. Right. But to have somebody start out with five with tape, start out table max. Yeah. And and just have the roll from heaven. Yeah. Holy cow! I mean, one point two million. Yeah. So the, the the most I've ever seen leave a table was several million at Marnell uh, at the Rio. We had a five hundred dollar oh, game, game, crap game. So we had how four much? guys, how much? a couple million dollars. Oh wow! We had a couple. We had four guys on one side, four guys. One was like we had this guy with a three million dollar line. We had a sports agent dude. We had that guy Ira from Caesars, uh, who's a famous, you know, Ira. I think you probably heard of Ira. Sure. Used to stroke the hell out of the dealers. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you know who you are. He's a legend. He is a legend. Legendary <laughs> stroker, two-handed <laughs> stroker, sir. Okay, you can take that however you want. But uh, but yeah, we gave away. Oh God, it was unbelievable. We had like three or four fills on this five hundred dollar game. It was unbelievable. I mean, the I've never seen so much money go off. I mean, people at just max place bets. Uh, just uh, and it was it wasn't just one big hand. It was just an eight hour shift that was just it was just hot. Wow. Uh, but anyways, but that that's the most. Um, that's big time. Yeah, it's big time. All right, what else we got? We have any other anybody still we, awake? We have, we have twenty questions. So wow. All right, let's right. all right, let's rapid fire. We got okay. time. Go. Scott, how was Hawaii? What was your favorite part? Oh, Sticky Dennis. Hi, Sticky, Sticky. Dennis. Well, the favorite part was on Christmas Day when we rolled into our uh, neighborhood that we were looking to build our house. Yeah. We saw this little sign that said for sale by owner, and we drove down the drove down to the home and pulled up the driveway. 
And the long story short, my wife and I walked around and saw this place, and we wind up buying it. It came with a car. It came with, I bought the house, all the, <laughs> all the furniture, and the car. And, and the car. And the car. Fantastic. My wife, I, Karen's birthday is uh, February Hi, 14th. Hey, baby. And uh, I bought her a one-way first-class ticket. She flies on November 24th. Wow. Taking the dog. Jane's going to go back to the islands. Wow. And uh, we're starting our, starting our Hawaii dream. We want to get to Hawaii. Dude, we want to we want to be in Alamada so bad. It's not the, my funny. CEG friends, they have uh, free timeshare for life. Yeah, <laughs> we'll come visit. We'll roll out the. Uh... So yeah, what, it was an amazing can, trip. Unbelievable. You can uh, you can see like the ocean and everything. I mean, you have fantastic views. You showed me the views are unbelievable. Yeah, we're, we're really blessed. I mean, so all, all my students that uh, live on the Big Island this summer, we're going to have a big get together. So field trip. Start hitting me up with those emails. Let me know. And if you're coming in from Oahu or Maui. We'll put you up. We'll have a big sleepover. It'll be awesome. Perfect. All right. What big, else you got? Big pajama party on the big oh, island. God, pajama party. Dennis is I'll have Dennis. to go get a hotel room. Jeez, get out of there. I know, Have Karen right? run the show. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. How does This is for El Lorenzo 100. How does UNLV accommodate the gaming lab for students taking classes online? Well, that's a tremendous, that's a great question. Fantastic question. Because you know what we do? We come to the number one dealing school in America right here at CEG. There you go. And we film a lot of those. Uh, we film the lessons. We film some right. simulated play. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to some of the new products coming out of the, the Brain Trust here at CEG that uh, they've been more than generous with, with yep. my UNLV students. Yep. And I just look forward to keeping that relationship rocking and rolling. Yeah, you guys will be able to see some uh, online classes soon. We'll be rolling that out soon. We have a new training platform. Yeah, what I'm what I'm planning on doing, like, what what my big plan was was to use like in Dice when you have the thirty roll challenge. Yep. Is grab some of those best thirty roll challenges that you guys had and get permission from you guys. To, yeah, of course. To share those and the yep. blackjack ones with 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 the Timmy stuff and yep. all that kind of thing. You have permission. But um, I, I got to tell you, I got some really great props from uh, unbelievable reaction from my colleagues on the uh, crafts course that you and I put together. Oh, really? And oh, the, the one that, uh, that Jet filmed. Yeah, we, had yeah, a we lot got of a lot of great feedback on that. Yep. And um, so what we would do is, to answer to your question, last semester was mm. I, I would invite the online students, they would come. I got a waiver so they could come to the IGI mm. and the five gaming labs. So what we did is we had Jet from CEG. He would film the lab and yeah. then he would edit the lab. And then when you take the lab, you've already had the, the lessons in front of that. So then I would send the lab out, you know, through the online format and the students would give us a discussion back on the lab. Yeah, good. All right, what else you got? We got plenty of questions. Wow. Fire him up. All right. Uh, question for Scott. This is from the pit boss, John. Uh, hi, John. How you doing? You're coming out soon. We're here for you, buddy. All right. How many students are enrolled in the UNLV gaming department? In the whole department? Well, I, I have 128 students this semester for three classes, mm -hmm. and I'm not the only professor that, that teaches. So I would I'm, I'm hoping now that now they're not all focused on gaming degree right okay they're, because we have some open electives but um, I, I'm, Thanks, I'm, John. I'm hoping that there's at least a hundred plus 
Yeah, so there's there's a few different paths. So you happen to be for some for some people you're like the extra class. They take gaming and then they're moving on to hospitality, but you're but they still take your course, right? My introduction to gaming management, my gaming two twenty five class yeah. is a prerequisite for the overall integrated resort Ah, degree. Okay. So if you want to graduate from UNLV with mm -hmm. an integrated resort degree, you have to come through my class. And that's oh, really fantastic. cool for me yeah. because that gives me an opportunity to maybe expose some students to, to gaming that never thought they would be. Yeah. I just had a really great story the other day. One of my top students last year, I'm not going to give her name out because I don't have permission, mm -hmm. but um, she, took one of, she took my online uh, electronic gaming device class. Mm -hmm. And part of that class was... Um, no, that she took the, the 225, and we did a class on FanDuel. So mm -hmm. she learned about FanDuel. Then she gets an opportunity to get an uh, interview with DraftKings. So oh, she already knew wow. about FanDuel. She interviews for DraftKings. Her and I set up a mock interview. I set up the questions for her. Yeah. You know, she crushed that interview. She sends me an email yesterday. She got the job. Wow. So, I mean, it's like it, th that's, that's, that's why I'm doing it. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? It's like, you know, yep. the the, uh, the emotional paychecks are just really awesome. I mean, that's here, too. Same thing. Yeah, you know. You the know. dealers come through school. The next thing you know, right. they have a job, hopefully. All right, what else we got? All right, so, yeah, John, thank you for the $15 super chat. Thank you, John. Would it be, John? Big John. All right. Uh, Alex, uh, okay, so when are you guys heading to Arizona? Okay, you ready? I, so what do you think about Class 3 Gaming finally coming to Arizona? What do you think? Let's do it. it. I think it's coming. I really think that now especially, I think they'll finally pull the trigger. I think that it's all about getting the Governor's Pact updated with the Indian tribes. The state compact. The state compact. Uh, so we, they, there's been it's a lot of years it's been in the works. The Indian reservations want it. The, the, those that have gaming. What did we Heal just talk River. about? Every yeah, state yeah, needs rev, new yeah. revenue stream. So whatever was on the back burner before, yep. gonna we're going to get moved right up to the front burner. Yep. All that negative, not in my backyard chatter, guess what? Uh, yeah. Can we chat now? Yeah, can we talk about can it? Can we talk? If, yeah. if, um, if, that, if Arizona goes live, the Phoenix area, Phoenix metro area, we will open a, a school there in the Phoenix metro area. Uh, we, I'm very familiar. I love, uh, I love that area of Arizona. I've, I've lived in Apache Junction. I lived in Mason Chandler, and 100. Uh, percent That talking will... stick is rocking, man. Oh, it's amazing. Hill River. Walking look at the evolution walking of that talking stick, right? And, and casino. Uh, yep. Uh, and then there's uh, Casino Arizona. Uh, yeah. And and I remember going there and having to wait, having a being forced to play Keno to wait for a table. They have the you know the blackjack class three to the class two tables. Or even in some cases, some of the slot machines you'd have to wait. I mean, the business they're doing is, is amazing. Gila River, when I lived there many years ago, they, they started from a much smaller. Now they have a much bigger property. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's really, I mean, there's a lot of potential. And, and I know that I, I have actually talked to people involved with um, some of the tribes. And I know that they've, they've actually put aside money to, you know, to open this, to get this moving forward very quickly. So we would love to. Uh, we've had we actually had discussions a couple of years ago with someone who was entertaining, you know, hiring us as consultants on the training part of it, the dealer training part of it. But of course, they weren't able to update the state pack, and that was sort of put put on the back burner. But like you said, you know, maybe that's going to change now. But we would love uh, to come to Arizona for 100. percent Yep. All right. What else you got? Oh, we got plenty of questions. So. Wow. Really? Yep. Okay. Is David going to teach Kino one? Oh, God. It's 
swear to God. Who is this Dave N? Is that me <laughs> talking to myself? Because that happens, sir. I'm just Is saying. David going to teach Keno? 101 at UNLV. <laughs> I would love to teach Keno. You want to know something? You want to know a little secret, just so you know? I don't know if you've experienced it because you were busy moving up the career ladder, okay? A lot of table game dealers. The, the thing about Keno, and, and let, me t let me just share this with you, okay? If you work at a casino all day long on the tables and you kind of get, you know, you got a lot of people and it can be a little mentally draining. You go home, you want to have a beer and do something. You still want to gamble, but you don't want to gamble with your brain, you know, so to speak, right? So you just sit down, you, you, you put your numbers in and you press a button and then it's just dreamland from there. And if you happen to win, wake me up, you know, get me my four, you know what I mean? I know a lot of craps dealers, by the way, who play Kino. You know, Troy, one of our teachers here, plays Kino. I think you're the big Kino guy, dude. <laughs> I, I, I think Kino. everybody I wants to be like you. And play I, Kino. I love, I love, I play Kino probably once or twice a week. I mostly, I go to wherever the best pay is. Stacy Casinos has some great pay. Stratosphere, believe it or not, they need, they don't have twenty card yet. I, I need to convince what's Brian to get up? twenty. I know. When you Brian, have twenty Brian, card machine, twenty card Kino, that's big. I need twenty card. Brian, but I take love care Kino. of the twenty card. I, I, I'm trying to get a place to let me. Any any casinos out there that want me uh, that are going to let me film playing twenty card kino to promote your twenty card kino at your casino, let me know. And uh, we'll do, all right, what else you got, Alex? All right, where do you guys see CG in the next five years? Wow, I love this guy. Dun, 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 dun. I think uh, we we we've sort of changed the game, you know. I mean, let's be realistic here. We have changed the game. When it come, when I first came to town, every dealer school, I wouldn't say they all sucked, but a lot of them sucked. They had really poor reputations of being sort of dealer mills, and we're not that. We 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 take an investment in our in our students. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even the haters out there, we still we still helped you get jobs and still moved you along. You know, um, and so we're we're changing the dynamic. The relationship between the casinos and us is also changing because so again we're. We want you to hire personality, move on. But anyways, where do you see us in five years? Uh, we want to have a location west side, east side. And uh, we already have a, a landlord that wants to help us do that. Not this landlord, by the way, because this landlord doesn't want to help us do that. But we have another landlord that is very anxious to see us expand. We'll probably expand post-COVID. But but I, I see us having a few different uh, a few different locations for CG. And uh, we're going to be, our online training platform is coming very, very, very soon. I know we keep talking about it. We, it keeps getting put back because we're really perfecting that. And once that goes it's, live. It can't be good. It's got to be great. No, it's got to be great. It's got to be perfect. It's got to be great. And, and our, our partners working on that are working on just really making it perfect. And that's yep. really the goal. But once that's done, we'll really be a global, we'll be a global brand when it comes to training. And then I see us sort of focusing on the markets that, you know, are, have a high concentration of casinos, it does. So five years, maybe like four or five base locations, the online training platform, of course, but lots of connected, lots of relationships. That's what we want to focus on, the casino relationships. We want to lock down that opportunity for our, we want a path, like you talked about, that path. We want a path from here to the floor of a casino. We want a reliable path. You know, if you come to us, we're going to train you, we're going to give you what the casino, we're going to give you the skills the casino wants and open that door for you, you know, ultimately. It's a win-win for everybody. You know? Sounds great. And then the casino gives you that path, and now you, now you work on retention, you, you, you lower your turnover, your cost of acquisition is less, all those things that we're selling, you know? So that's the goal. All right, what else you got? Sound right. good? I'm down. All right, good. 
All right, uh, all right. Uh, oh, green, white, and roll, Patty. Can you ask Scott how long and what kind of gaming programs are available at UNLV? Different scholarships. How many international students? Okay, what's the first one? How uh, many gaming programs? What kind programs? of gaming programs are available at UNLV? Well, there's the the actual program, mm -hmm. but then there's different classes. Okay. Okay, so introduction to casino management, um, gaming management one, gaming management two, electronic gaming device, casino marketing. Oh. Um, I'm working on designing a class for game protection. Mm -hmm. um, there's a whole portfolio of gaming class. There's casino law, gaming law. Um, there's 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 a really great program if you go to uh, UNLV edu and go to um, the uh, different schedules and you can open up the schedule and you can see what uh, classes when you're searching for the class mm -hmm. start with gam gam and that's that's for the gaming segment the gaming what about inter so we there there's a bunch of international students we've met some of them oh uh, international students big time in yep. the hospitality program yeah. over 30 percent yeah. It's a huge number. Huge. Yeah. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Right? I mean, yep. you know, our international students really, yep. really stir to drink. Yeah. They're awesome. I mean, gaming's international. UNLV, UNLV, the number one yep. diversity school in America. Number one. I mean, and, and that's our international students really helped that. What yep. was, there was three parts to that question. Yeah, what was the other one? Other uh, part. Are there different scholarships? scholarships? There's all kinds of scholarship opportunities. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of money out there. If you're looking to go to school, that you know, there's financial aid department at, mm -hmm. at UNLV, but there's all kinds, you know, the, the Sons of Italy. There's a lot of places that that, offer, that, scholarships. that offer scholarships that are really under the radar. Yeah. You know, when it's time to go to school, you can find money. And then, of course, you have the Millennial Scholarship here in town. Yeah. If you, By do, the way, if you do grade in high school. I don't know what the website. There's a website actually that tracks down all these scholarships. There's a lot uh, of money out there. There's yeah. a lot of money. There's a lot of grants. Yep. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. You, you can go to school. Yeah, no doubt. All right, what else you got? Okay, ready? Ready. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, where do you see Sands going, given the recent passing of Mr. Adelson? Oh, I Brandon really had that Scott, as a top. This is one of my top guys. Oh, really? This is fantastic. one of my rock stars. Oh, really? Yeah, this this guy's got a future, man. All right, fantastic. What's your question, Brandon? Where so do I... where do you see Sands, Venetian, Venetian Palazzo going, given the recent passing of Mr. Adelson? Yeah, and, and the recent the passage... The Sands Empire. Yeah, I, I mean, seriously, the, yep. the passing of Mr. Adelson, mm -hmm. when when they do the gaming Mount Rushmore, he will be on it. Yeah, for sure. The Mount Rush, the four top folks in the history of gaming, yep. he's on the Mount Rushmore. Yep. Now... Um, his his wife, Dr. Miriam Adelson, yep, is fifty seven percent owner of the company, which yep. puts her in control. Right. What I see, Brandon, is I would not be shocked if they liquidate the Venetian Palazzo on the strip and just really laser focus on the Singapore operation that prints money yeah. and their incredible presence yep. in Macau on the Kotai Strip. Yep. And that's what I would do. Just I mean focus. If, if anybody wanted to know my opinion, that's what I would do. You know, because what's going on now, they've got an opportunity to mm. – a huge majority of their gross gaming revenue for the company is mm. overseas. It's overseas, yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. and, and, and any jurisdiction, any gaming jurisdiction on the planet mm -hmm. that is looking to go IR, mm -hmm. Sands Venetian is going to be there. Right. You know, Las Vegas Sands is going to be there. Yeah, it's big on the and, list. Yeah, they're, they're – they're, they're, 
because everybody wants to have that yep. mice convention component, That's and right. they're the rock stars. You know, I, I my only great my, question, Brandon. That is a great question. My caveat to that is, you know, so so Sheldon Adelson's really his win, his start was in the Comdex crowd. He was the guy who brought yeah, he, the conventions, and he, he grew knew Comdex, he grew Comdex, sold Comdex, yep, made a mint, and so. I can see there being a little bit of an emotional attachment to Sands Expo Center as far as that goes because, you know, he, he didn't rebrand it. He kept it Sands Expo Center. I think, I think that I, I actually read an article about, about a, um, uh, you know, an equity trader who talked about specifically about the idea of this being sort of an emotional, you know. And they, she lives here too, by the way. They, don't they live in Vegas? They're incredible uh, yeah. community leaders. But I think they're, I think they're, 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 they're Donations yep. to the hospital, the hospice program. That's it. They're, they're all over the place. So I think as far as from the business point of view, I can see them selling Venetian plots. So I can see, you know, her moving on. But from an emotional standpoint, this is kind of where it all started. You know, Vegas, Sands Expo Center. I got you. But you know what I mean? I'm just going to put that out there because I know. Yeah. It, it, Remember, you heard it here first. You did hear it here on first. On CEG David's podcast. So, that Hollywood yeah. Casino will buy the Venetian Palazzo, I think that's and then you can invite true. me back. I think that's probably true. Maybe she'll keep Sands Expo just for herself. You know what Can't I mean? Just for, for memory. No, Can't yeah, I think do it's that. All it's all in. one package. It's all one They're package. probably going to have to throw in the spear, too, the yeah. MSG spear. <laughs> yeah. Great question, Brandon. My By man. the way, Comdex, what a great show it was. Uh, I mean, it's really the forerunner to a lot of the big electronic shows, big computer shows, so that yeah. type of thing. It really changed a lot of the formats that went on. But anyways, all right. What, what do you got, Alex? Okay, you ready? Yes. Uh-oh. Super. Oh, Alex. Hey, Scott, you want to go to a Super Bowl party with me? I think he's asking you for a date, sir. He did, he, he did. He had to type it in there. He couldn't own it. Bring. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Bring I, I, yeah, Karen. if I can bring Karen, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, you let me know where we're going to go, buddy, because yeah. it's going to be a tough hustle out there. It is. It is Don't let expensive. me call out my boys at Ellis Island right now. I know. Oh, my God. They want a mint. Choo. Wow. Uh, Ellis Island, wow, they've come up in the world, huh? I, I love mean, the that front place. yard is fun. You took us there. Food's fantastic. It's my spot. Uh, unbelievable. Food was always good there, by the way. Still is. Yeah, no, it, it still is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ready. All right, uh, who we taking this weekend, Scott? NFL picks. Oh, what's your NFL picks? Wow. Well, I'm a big Andy Reid guy. I hope Mahomes is playing. Uh huh. I like Kansas City. Oh gosh, I don't know about the uh, on the other side. It's really tough to go against Tom Brady. I know. I just I'm. It's like destiny. This this guy can't lose. You know what I mean? I mean he's amazing. He's won everything. He's won the game of life, dude. If, if, if we were on the game of life and he yeah. was spinning that thing, I mean he's literally just won. All yeah. of us are in the tycoon thing. We pulled off to the side and just given up. He's moved on to the big house at the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, when it gets to this level, uh -huh. when you get to this 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 part in the in the nfl season yeah. in any season mm -hmm. the the nothing can nothing beats being in, in experience yeah. and for him to be in i think this is his 14th championship <sighs> game he's looking clutch. to go to his 10th super yeah, bowl yeah. i mean i can't bet against the guy nah. I, I wouldn't do it Dude. but um i i'm a really big uh, being from philly and, a, and an eagles fan and I was really disappointed when Andy Reid left town, and he's the head coach of Kansas City. Okay. They won last year. That was really big. That yeah, solidified big. his spot as a yeah. Hall of Fame coach, but I think they're going to go back-to-back. -back. Wow. Yeah. I like, uh, I like um, Tampa Bay and Kansas City in the Super Bowl, and I like Kansas City to win. Wow. 
I'm, I'm going to stick with Brady, dude. I, I just uh, – it's amazing. If, poor, if young Mahomes is, is healthy, he's really tough. Really? Poor, yeah, poor, awesome. poor Bill, man. He gave away Brady. I mean, uh, oof. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, do you think Resorts World has potential to be in the top 10 casinos for dealers money-wise? 100%. I don't think they'll be top, but I think they'll be in the top ten easily. They'll be in the top ten. Yep. It's going to be tough in the in the first go. I mm-hmm. mean, because they're going to have a lot of games open. When you open up a brand new resort, you go full spread a lot. Yep. There'll be a lot of dealer hours, but there'll be a lot of rock star players coming to town. Yeah, a lot of big players. And the other thing too, like with them being the newest game on the strip. Yep. I mean, I'm just driving over here to meet you guys tonight, and. The, the graphics on the side of the building. I'm just like, wow, this is so awesome. It is quite So what's something. the story? People come here for three to four days, right? Yeah. They're going to go there one. Yeah, no. Nah. They're going to get at least one visit there, even if you're not staying there. Yeah. I really believe it's going to be a great dealing job. Um, I've, I've got a lot of friends I'm hoping that can land that supervisor's job. I'm hearing that they're paying real money for the supers. Yeah, they, they really have to. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, even, they don't have to do now, anything. But, but that, that's true. I mean, they know, can offer what they want, but I, I think – they're getting a lot of real talent signing up. Uh, talent yeah, they, they had overwhelming response. Overwhelming response. Yeah, no, a lot yeah, of Yeah, they're, they're definitely going to get get prime prime candidates for every spot. Yeah, we're looking we're looking forward. I think they're going to open at a fantastic time. I think the timing couldn't be better. I wish them all the luck in the world. I hope they yep. do great. There's you know Scott Sabella is uh, running the show over there. Yep. Mr. Sabella, UNLV graduate, another UNLV graduate running the pro, running the show. Yeah, so nice. you know president chief operating officer yep. and uh, you know he's got some really great help with debbie nutton and gracie olson helping him in the casino walking really distance great. from fashion show walking, walking distance. distance you can come stop at you casino could practice quest your, you could go to casino quest work win. on your basic win. strategy win. and then stroll 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 over. stroll over i mean literally you don't even need an uber I, you know they you want to talk to those guys they should have a little shuttle bringing Dude, them from the, it's gonna be a thing all right we love it what do you got what do you got what do you got good yep what else uh, okay, uh, Freeform Aggie. Uh, what do David and Scott think about California legalizing sports betting sometime and possibly craps and roulette, so going to Class 3? I would bet big money that in the very, very near future that mm-hmm. sports betting will be there because that's just the trend of going across the country. Yep. It's, it's, it's safe. It's a safe move for the legislators because there's such a great prolific track record going on right now they you don't want to be left behind because now when you're having that conversation why what what why would you say no yeah no. why would you say no now yeah. it's all depends or are is with with your question is it going to be in the tribal environment or mm-hmm. are they going to open up their own space mm-hmm. you know what i mean are they going to are they going to legalize it to let <clears throat> an mgm bets come in or or let you know uh caesar's entertainment and their new partner William Hill come in? Are they going to do it that way? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or are they just going to play nice with the tribes? Yeah, good question. Uh, I think Class 3 is coming eventually. I have to hope. We would love for Class 3 to open up Craps and Roulette. Yeah, I, why not? I mean, why, why wouldn't they do I mean, it? Do uh, they need it? We think they do. We think they do. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, they're doing great. They're doing yeah. great. But you can always expand your, your guest base. You know, a lot of folks like to play Craps. A lot of folks like to play roulette. Yep. They don't like to flip cards and, and think that they're playing Yeah, craps. the cards are depressing. You, you got to fire the bones, man. Yeah, no, you need dice. Come you got to shake them up. Ridiculous. All right, let's go. All right, what else you got? 
All right, how long do you think it'll be before things get back to normal with conventions, which are a huge part of the gaming scene? Or do you think remote work will have a permanent negative effect? Part one, about 18 months. Really? Yeah. So long? 12 to 18 months to get back to conventions, mm. right? To get, I think the casino floors are going to expand sooner than that. Guess what? Guess Folks what we heard. have to fly. Folks have to fly. Folks have to fly. If they don't fly, mm -hmm. there won't be conventions. There won't be that that safety. That 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 you know, when you have a convention, that means big big crowds of people. Uh -huh. You know, they're going to open up Allegiant Stadium. They're going to let the Raiders sell all their tickets. You know what I mean? They... So we talked to a VP the other day, and he was a little late. And the reason he was late, he was on the phone with a couple. So businesses are already reaching out for September, as early as September, to start holding it. conventions as, on a smaller scale, like a more intimate scale. I'm talking CES. I'm but, talking. But CES I'm, is going to take a minute, yeah, right? Yeah. But, you think CES is going to be back next January? I don't think so. No. That's Maybe. The, that's the measuring stick. That's, that's a, the bar. That's, that's a, that's when a CES big... comes back to town, everybody's back. But but I do know that the companies are already looking. In fact, uh, so in some cases, the hotels are out of space already. They've already they've already pre-booked a lot of. Their, and this is like September, October, which is a bad. I mean, if you look at if you're optimistic at at, at least what the new administration is going to do, and and now you you know people are going to really start pounding away at the the vaccine stuff like this. So we're we're very optimistic that at least come April and May, the city will start opening up a little more. More and more people will start coming in. You know, the numbers will start going down. Um, and I I know that's being a little overzealous. I know that people are you know some people out there are like July, August. But uh, we're hoping that, you know, everything just keeps getting moving forward. You know, all the, all the news that comes starts becoming better news. And, um, but it's going to take a minute. we got to get to the headcounts in Macau are going up steady every month. Yep. Uh, you know, it, our, 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 our numbers are doing better every month, not year yep. over year. Right. You know, yeah. but, uh, you know, year over year it's down. Crazy uh, down. But, but not as down as you would think. I mean that's the thing. Like especially with drive-up traffic, it's been it's quite been quite extraordinary. That's why I think there's still a lot of demand. We still got demand. joints shut down. We still have places shut down. Twelve percent of the casinos in the country are still shut. One of the premier gaming venues on the Strip is now a COVID testing place. Encore. Encore, yeah. Win Encore. Would you yeah. like to go there today? No, because <laughs> unless you're getting your COVID test. Aren't they doing vaccines? They're doing vaccines. They're doing, they're doing vaccines. Oh, I won't that's go what there I'm saying. Vaccine, yeah. I mean, it's a tough gig. Uh, I, I, I do uh, firmly believe 100% that when it does come back, it's going to come back big. And, and, and most people that Dude, are there's in nobody rooting for it harder than me. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, I, I, I want to be able to stand in front of my students and yep. say, everything's great. Yep, I can't wait. We got we to gotta schedule a one-year anniversary from right today and see how, see how it's evolved. I, I'd be very interested to have that conversation. Write it down, dude. I'll be yeah. there. No, for sure. All right, what else you got? Five questions. Five questions Oh, my left. goodness. Sorry, Mis Scott. Mr. Morrow, Harrison here from UNLV. My man, Harrison. Can how you, you doing? Can you please explain how large of an impact Hawaiian integrated resorts would have on Las Vegas, Asian, Hawaiian, and even mainland markets? See, that's one of my students. Wow, man. that's a good question. How great there. is that question? Wow, that's like uh, very... Harrison, my man, I think it would definitely have an effect. Really? Well, here's one of... If you had a great experience, right? Mm -hmm. You got an opportunity. First, it's new. Yep. Right? And if they do it the right way, some of the pictures that you put up, yep. it looks pretty cool. Yep. Now, you're, flying from, you're yep. flying from Hong Kong, you're flying from mainland China. Mm -hmm. Would you want to fly nine hours to Hawaii or 16 hours to Las Vegas? 
there's it. There's that's that's a tough. I mean, you right can't there. jump off the top of the stratosphere in Hawaii, though. That's the thing. You no. know what I mean? No, but you could go to Waikiki Beach. Uh, but and you don't get the whole foodie. Of it. I, so here's how I see it. I see how these new markets expand the base. I get it. Bring in new people. I get but it. But ultimately, this is Las Candyland. Vegas is the entertainment capital of the world. However, however, the gaming capital. Yeah. We still need you know Macau. Yeah. Seven, eight times more. Yeah. All right. Yep. Literally, dollar for dollar. Yep. Now, and I believe that if our Hawaiian friends really got on board and really bought in to mm-hmm. market to the mm-hmm. international and, and the Asian gamer, yep. and they can because they're right in their own backyard. That's now, it. I know there's there's a, there's a great po- there's a great Japanese population right now that loves to play Baccarat, that lives in Oahu, that lives on the islands. Mm-hmm. And it's a short seven-hour seven, seven hour ride from, yeah, from, from Korea and... Uh, I mean, I, so those people that are real gamblers, that's the that could be a new destination as opposed to coming to Vegas. But ultimately, if you're looking forward to bring your family, drop off your wife... Plus those Ninth Island folks, they'd be making fewer trips. Yeah. Because they, they, no, they would just interact. You wouldn't have to go to California. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the Vegas operators would definitely be Take concerned that yeah. if if Hawaii went, but you could bet bit. your boots that there'd be uh, a big competition amongst Vegas operators to go down there, and, and I that. think that list would be headed by Boyd. Oh, for sure. All right, great question though. Wow, that's that's one of my great students. Uh, with ca- casino technology growing, do you expect table game traffic uh, tracking to increase in accuracy? Oh, 100 percent. We have Definitely. this AI. We have these. Uh, we have this visual limits NRT displays. They can already. So what you do is we input the layout, and so they uh, they track each spot independently, and they you can see you can even go back. They can even show when the dealers made a mistake. Dude, wait! Do you see what's going on at Resorts World? Right. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah Resorts World, all RFID chips. They're, wow. they're really going for it. Uh, Great question, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's they're definitely amping it up. Mm-hmm. What we need to do is once is once Resorts World gets comfortable, if there's a couple of guys that I think are going to get these these higher level jobs, if mm-hmm. that works out for them, and I really hope it does. We'll bring them on, and they can share some of that new technology. Some of the new te- it's amazing. Resorts World's going to have the latest and greatest of technology in every right? department. In every department, yeah. So with, with our stuff, you can track like hands per hour. It's all mapped sure. out. It's it's pretty amazing. But I'm, yeah, I'm but what's the key? Forward. What's the key to victory? To get that accurate average bet. Right. Right now, right now, average bet is that's what makes separates table games from slots. Slots to the penny. We know to the penny right. what your what your what your handle is, yeah. what your pool is, what it is. Yeah. Right? But in table games it's still subjective because that elusive of uh, average bet. Right. You know, is the is the gamer, is the player betting the same average bet when the when the supervisor's focused on them than when the supervisor's watching one of their six tables. Uh, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, right. it's it's very subjective still. Yeah. But what the word on the street is the technology at Resorts World, RFID, RFID chips, mm. and and being able to read them to get mm. a really solid average bet. So the RFID basically is radio waves, and then it provides uh, data uh, feedback to, you know, whomever or whatever. Plus uh, is the there. counterfeiting is. And so you can track up and down. Every check basically can be tracked. Uh, they have them right now in some high limit checks, so they can you know. Some of this, the see. demos I've seen is like you could 
update the rack in a second. Yeah, in a second. Yeah, yeah. it's quite something. You can count. You can just go by a look, and you can see what total of the rack, like right, yeah. right there. Great job, Brandon. Yeah, good. All right, what else you got? Two more questions. Two more well questions. Done. Fantastic. And, uh, I just want to apologize, you guys. We're having some internet issues. It looks like a little bit. The band looks like up and down. So. Oh really? Yeah. So it's a little yeah. Bit of today our our internet is just sucked. Yeah. That's a Cox issue. All right, in Prodigal, <laughs> aka Martingale Lover Godfather. Oh yeah, he's come out here. This is all you, man. All right. How often did the Pit actually have someone uh, win so much they ended a weekend upside down, or did they always win? And it's more about how much they win each night. Uh, okay, what's the question? How often did the pit actually have someone win so much they ended a weekend upside down? Uh, that happens, by the way. There are a lot of people that walk in. The, the legendary Kerry Packer, uh, he'd be at a casino and they'd be down for the month. I mean, he would walk away with so much money. And uh, then they had to fuel his plane on top of that because he, he had a whole deal. I mean, they had to, they had to gas him up. That's the whole thing. Work with That's your family. Awesome. Good luck refolding that one. But there you go. So those yeah. are coming soon.